0: I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus
1: I must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened What was that? You are the Slayer One girl in all the world Did anybody say that? Yeah Guess what? I feel better Guys, where are we? How you doing there, Pat?
0: Hey, Sammy, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> you bastard, you never
1: want to go first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: waited that one out. It's gonna see how long it's gonna take. So you have a new background that's uh, exciting in the world of our podcast?
1: <laughs> I do <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I basically just keep moving around in this same room and you keep thinking that it's different.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, wow, new room no, just new side of the room. it, it is it does throw you off. Because normally you have the pink background, and now it's this yes. mint green.
1: Yeah. So I actually only have one pink um, wall in this room, and the rest are this kind of like mint green color. Yeah. I'm moving out of my studio, mm-hmm. um, which I was very excited at the beginning of this podcast to be moving into, but uh, didn't work out super well, and it's fine. It's not a bad situation, um, but I'm glad to be moving everything back home. So basically, this room is now going to become, you know, my floor apothecary manufacturing space once again. So it's about to get real crowded up in here.
0: And also your podcasting studio, still.
1: Also, my podcasting studio, also where I do all of my marketing work and do like Zoom calls. And also, as you can see behind me. Like that's that's my witch altar. So okay. <laughs> this is this is my uh, multi-purpose I see room. a
0: cauldron there in the corner. Yeah, yeah, that's my cauldron. Oh boy. Boop. That's it. Oh boy. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm a real witch, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I...
1: but not a witch with a bee up her skirt. Hopefully. I mean I try not to be You, you what? Know? What'd you say? What? A witch with a bee up her skirt? Oh hey, you never oh, heard okay. that before?
0: No, never heard that.
1: That's like the nice way of saying bitch.
0: Oh. Okay. I, yeah i can't say i'm gonna start using it anytime soon but it's good yeah. to know
1: yeah i wouldn't
0: yeah okay well cool so
1: that's what's going on that's what's going on behind me. you got i you can see like my herbs all yeah. my herbs that i use and my and my products and when i'm making teas so yeah, yeah it's kind of a fun background that's
0: fun mix it up a little bit you know
1: yeah you know maybe maybe next week i'll be Back and you'll see the pink wall again. Who knows? Yeah,
0: I want to see the third wall of which I've never seen.
1: Oh, are you making a joke about the third wall, like breaking yeah. the third wall? Yeah,
0: breaking the. Isn't it breaking the fourth wall?
1: Yeah, I think it is breaking okay. the fourth wall.
0: Well, we're very well, educated.
1: We <laughs> I feel like this is something that you should know more. I than should me. know
0: that, but I did <laughs> let the record reflect that I did correct you on the fourth wall.
1: Yes, yes. After you said it first.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. So what's
1: going on in your life?
0: Yeah, uh, well, I just finished up uh well I'm in the midst of a bit of freelance work. I did a big shoot last week. Um, so still going through all of that with my yeah, extra didn't you free shoot, time. Like
1: during the snowstorm or like Yeah, right it was after terrible. I'd something. travel a oh. little
0: bit during the snowstorm and That's I'd just crazy. stay overnight in a hotel and it was freezing cold in the northeast here. And yeah. uh yeah, it was just not one of those great fun shoots but i got it done got it over with now i'm in the edits so yeah it's been good good yeah
1: been good
0: it's been good question mark good? who knows <laughs> this is the doldrums of winter i hate this time of the year yeah this february this is a really rough time of year yeah just this cold ugly weather everyone's depressed everyone's
1: depressed, everyone's
0: depressed. it's dark
1: covid is not helping covid Being did not, quarantine's not help it's not helping
0: no so i am just raring to get into the uh, warmer months here and, yeah that's uh, why i'm
1: i'm pretty excited to be doing something like I always seem to be moving in the winter in February like for whatever reason that's always the time that I end up moving um but I'm kind of excited that I'm moving my studio home because well I'll save money obviously for one but also just like it gives me something to do outside of the house and like it gives me like a purpose you know like I just feel like sometimes in winter. And with quarantine and, like, not seeing people and just being at home all the time, working from home, I sometimes, like, lose focus and purpose. So the idea that I'm, like, bringing everything home and kind of get to, like, spring clean a little bit early is Yeah, you get to do a bit of a reset. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of enjoying that.
0: Yeah, I always like uh, rearranging rooms. You know, when you get, like, a full day to take apart a whole room, put it back together. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm probably going to need a full week to do that. So yeah. I'm sure you're going to be seeing a lot of background changing.
0: A lot of background me. changes. Great. Welcome back well, home.
1: Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome home.
0: <laughs> welcome home. Back to the podcast.
1: Um, So I have a couple of corrections okay. to make. Nothing major, but um, last episode I said décolleté, and you were like, what language is that? Bah, bah, bah. You gave me a really hard time about it. Mm, it doesn't um, sound like me, but
0: you know. Yeah. I'll believe you.
1: You can listen, you know, listen to the tape. Okay. Um, (laughs) So I think what I meant to say is décolletage, but they're used interchangeably. Décolleté tends to mean a low neckline on like a woman's dress or shirt Mm. Um, whereas decolletage usually refers to that area of skin like the upper chest that is typically revealed by a low neckline Um, but they're basically used interchangeably okay are french words and they are real and you just never heard of them before so technically it's not a correction but I just wanted to bring that up to you. <laughs> you just
0: want to make try to make me feel stupid about Day Colette?
1: <laughs> well, no, because I felt stupid when you were questioning me. I was like, I feel like this is right. So I just had to look it up. and.
0: Oh, OK. That's, so that's you just need to up. confirm that. Uh, yeah. OK. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but some people might be like, it's not Day Colette. So I just wanted to set the it's record It's Night Colette. <laughs> oh, See boy. what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did there.
0: <laughs> it still made you laugh. As oh, stupid as God. it is, it still, still makes you laugh. Okay. I'm a
1: sucker for those <laughs> kinds of jokes. <laughs> really,
0: really bad comedy.
1: <laughs> um, so then uh, the other correction that I have is I feel this makes me feel really stupid. Oh. But so, last two episodes, when we've talked about what else we're reading, listening to, and watching, I have been saying The Glass Castle. By Sarah J. Moss. Yeah. It's throne, it's throne of Glass. I don't know where glass I was getting the Glass Castle. is a movie, castle. isn't
0: it? Isn't it like a movie?
1: Yeah. Well, I think it was based off of a book. Oh. I should have looked that up. I didn't. But regardless, the series that I'm reading is Throne of Glass.
0: Throne of Glass, not Glass but Castle. But there
1: is a Glass Castle in the book. Ah. So I think that's why I just kept calling it that. I could see um, how But yeah, could. that's mix that up that's the book that dave and i are reading together so it's it's kind of slow going because mm. we're reading it together but uh yeah i was like i was like re-listening to our you know our last one to give you edits and i was like oh sammy oh nuts. and i realized i realized i said it in in 16 and 17 yeah so hmm. what a doof
0: cool should we just jump into buffy
1: let's do it okay okay All right, so we watched Buffy season two, episode six, Halloween. So last year we didn't get a ho- or last season we didn't get a Halloween episode because it started like halfway through the year, so yeah. it started, you know, after Halloween. The original air date is October twenty seventh, nineteen ninety seven. So it came out right around Halloween, and it was written by Carl Ellsworth and directed by Bruce Seth Green. I really like this episode because yeah. Halloween episodes are just usually pretty, like, I don't know. I feel like holiday episodes are usually pretty fun on shows. You this, know?
0: this Halloween episode brought me a lot of joy for a bunch of different yes. reasons. I think there's yeah. a lot to enjoy in this episode. Yeah. And so it's the right amount of silly for me. I like a good amount of silly with some stakes and some, you know. A little bit of peril. A little yeah, bit of peril, steaks. some plot, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I also just like one. Halloween in general. Anything that takes place around Halloween is fun.
1: Yeah. I love Halloween. I mean, I love like all holidays because I just like decorating and celebrating and just whatever. I'm I'm silly that way. But I love Halloween. I love costume stuff. So, yeah. So, this was a fun episode. Yeah. So, your predictions um, from last episode was uh, Spike is definitely coming back um, mm-hmm. this episode. And you hoped that Oz would be too. And then you said that maybe Oz will become part of the Big Bad storyline, like maybe his band gets involved with the Big Bad somehow, the Big Bad being Spike. Right. Um, and you said, you know, maybe at some point Oz gets kidnapped by Spike. Um, he might get a spike through his hand and can't play his guitar. And oh, then
0: that for some happen. reason,
1: Willow has to heal him, <laughs> which I feel like I should have probed a little bit more. Like, why is Willow the one to heal him?
0: Because you know but, they they have to get together. Not the school
1: nurse or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's a boring scene though. You got to have the drama. You know the tension. Yeah. School nurse is boring. That's run of the mill.
1: <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> it's like Willow who's got to dig up some um, some band aids at home, and she has like yeah. some sort of fun band aids. You know, like My Little Pony band aids. Or
1: Scooby Doo, probably.
0: Or Scooby Doo. Yeah, good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the running running <laughs> Scooby Doo <ball>. joke. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, and then you said that you were hoping more happens between Angel and Spike and that there ends up being more for Angel to do because there hasn't really been a whole lot for him to do other than show up and give some advice and leave. And then you said that Angel will get in some kind of predicament where Buffy has to get emotionally involved and save Angel from his demise. You said we'll never see anything about this crazy fraternity ever again, this... The Reptile Boy <laughs> Fraternity. Yeah, that's, that's
0: done for. That story squashed.
1: Um, and your your Cordelia in Peril countdown was three previous, like prior to last episode. So then it's down to two now.
0: And I think after this episode, it's down to one. But that might be up to debate.
1: And then I also pulled some other um past predictions that i thought were relevant so um you said willow needed some need someone to pine over her and she gets that with oz oz will fall in love with willow which will cause tension with xander xander will be like wait maybe i do like willow and there'll be lots of love triangles Mm. and you also said that miss calendar will be back when the big bad which is spike is around so okay. those are all the relevant slash recent predictions that you have made. Lots of predictions. Lots you of predictions. I don't know how you keep, long... them,
0: keep them straight. It kind of gives me anxiety with all the predictions <laughs> that are flying around.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. That's my, that's my specialty. You yeah. edit the podcast. I keep all our predictions straight. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, all right. So we open this episode at Pop's Pumpkin Patch at night with a sign telling us that there are only two more days till Halloween. Buffy is battling a vampire, throwing pumpkins at him and whatnot, Um, and then there's another vamp in the shadows recording the fight on an old camcorder.
0: Yeah, if I was a vampire, this would be me.
1: Yeah, right. (laughs) That's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, oh, that's Pat. (laughs) Pat the vampire.
0: (laughs) Old SVHS camcorder. We had one similar to this when I was younger. Yeah,
1: we never had one. Like My dad never had one. I think my mom did, but who knows where those tapes are. Yeah. Yeah. but my dad never had one.
0: Vestige of the past. Everybody's got their phones now. No big yeah. clunky camera with old tapes. I know. I,
1: well, I, it was funny because as I was writing my notes, I was like, um, vampires in the shadows recording the fight. And then I was like, I feel like I need to specify that it's on an old camcorder. Like, yeah. it's not just a phone.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Um, so Buffy takes out the vampire. She was fighting with that two more days till Halloween sign.
0: The sign stake.
1: Yeah, sign stake then she walks off not seeing the other vampire who just re- retreats back into the shadows. And
0: when she kills that vampire with the sign stake, that dust is pretty pretty epic. Like I felt like yeah. it was a better dust than other dusts, you know? Yeah, I
1: think it's, it's getting better. We're getting a little bit better with the CGI here. Yeah,
0: it's getting a little richer. Yes. Little not richer. Richard.
1: <laughs> a little richer. A <laughs> little richer. There is no Richards in this episode. There's
0: no Richards. Big Richards or Little Richards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so we, then we get the Buffy intro. Um, and then back from the intro, at the bronze, Angel sits alone looking bored. And Cordelia sits down uninvited, complaining that Devon who is the cool leather jacket-wearing lead singer of Dingo's Ate My Baby, the guy that you were like, this is a pinnacle of cool guy. Yeah. Devin stood her up, and then Angel says that he's waiting for Buffy. Buffy walks in. She's got hay in her hair, and she sees Angel laughing with Cordy, and she turns to leave, but Angel spots her and kind of like runs after her. He pulls hay out of her hair, and she says, you know, rough, rough day at the office.
0: Now, why is she so jealous right away?
1: I don't know. I felt like that was
0: out of place. I was like, come on, really? Cordy's like part of the group now too. Can't she just hang out a little bit?
1: But Cordy's not really. Like she still can be very bitchy to them.
0: And she still
1: pokes fun at all of them. And like that intensifies a little bit more later in this episode. But... Um, she's, like, not really part of the group. Like, she sometimes, she kind of floats in and out. I don't see her as
0: a threat, though.
1: Well, I mean, Buffy is still very unsure about her relationship with Angel. So, I think, like, seeing, you know, and, and like, she kind of says later on, she's like, I don't know what his type is. Like, maybe, you know, Cordelia being there, like, being confident, like, maybe that's, maybe he's into it, you know? Maybe. I mean, I definitely remember being... 16 17 pretty much every age and being like oh no she can't talk to him another woman is talking to my man and they're more attractive and and you know whatever and you just like blow it out of proportion in your head so
0: yeah well at least he's not doing a sexy dance on her
1: that's true you know what i'm saying that's true it's not slithering
0: and writhing yeah
1: yeah Exactly. So she, you know, she's being a little unreasonable. A little bit. Um, I mean, she's this. also
0: had a rough night, you know? She's been out yes. dusting, and then she comes into the bronze, and there they are she just hanging out. She's
1: with, with her man. Yeah.
0: I've had those days, you know? Yeah. Where you're just not feeling yeah. it, and just the last thing you want to see is somebody canoodling Mackin with your somebody. on your man. Yeah. Your vampire yeah. somebody. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, yeah, but... I get what you're saying. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so Cordelia joins them and then says, Buffy, love the hair. It just screams street urchin. So you see, like, she's not really part. Like, Willow wouldn't say that to Buffy. No. I mean, Well, Willow's they're not like friends, sweet, but,
0: but they're like, uh, they're tight. They're like they're they're frenemies. Tighter, you know? Yeah, frenemies.
1: Yeah. Um, so then Buffy tries to leave. Not in the mood for that. Um, and then she says, "Like, who am I kidding? Dates are things normal girls have. Girls who have time to think about nail polish and facials. You know what I think about? Ambush tactics, beheading. Not exactly the stuff dreams are made of. No. So then she exits, leaving Angel behind, who is swiftly offered a cappuccino. And that Cornelia. cappuccino
0: is huge.
1: Yes, they it's got a big giant mugs there.
0: Cappuccino.
1: Yeah. They got big mugs at the bronze. Yeah. I like they big like mugs. They like big mugs and, and I cannot, cannot lie. lie. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen mugs that say that and I kind of want to get one. Oh, we made a joke about that <laughs> about <did>. our mugs. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said it. Um, so next day at Sunnydale High, Principal Snyder is roughly grabbing students in the hallway uh, and forcing them to volunteer because it's not really volunteer if you're being forced to by your principal. Yeah,
0: he's being dr- they're being drafted is what's yes, happening that's which much makes sense for, for what happens to xander really? yes yeah
1: oh, oh very smart connection yeah
0: vietnam connections eh eh mm-hmm.
1: and all of a sudden we're canadian yeah eh? um
0: <laughs> go to war yeah so... <laughs> <laughs> sorry canada love sorry, you canada.
1: uh okay and your poutine um <laughs> So, yes, he's getting drafting students for the Halloween safety program, which Xander describes as a bunch of little kids who need people to take them trick-or-treating. Sign up and get your own pack of sugar-hyped little runs for the night. And Buffy says, yikes, I'll stick to vampires.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this was never a program at any of my schools. Yeah. You never got to go trick-or-treating with high schoolers as your chaperones it was
1: for me either i mean i doubt they would trust high schoolers you know like right they're usually up
0: to the bad stuff
1: they're doing the the mischief what is it mischief night isn't that a thing what
0: mischief night
1: mischief night isn't that like a halloween thing of course snyder ropes in buffy along with willow and xander and they grumble about the fact that they now have to go out and buy costumes because costumes are mandatory And Buffy says that she was looking forward to staying home and vegging because Halloween, surprisingly, is the one night that's dead for the undead.
0: Which is something we never say anymore. I feel like 90s, we would say vegging all the time, or at least in my Mm -hmm. family, we said, let's just veg. But I have not said veg in over 20 years.
1: I don't know if it's been 20 years for me, but... I don't know maybe what's, I still what's it even mean like
0: become a vegetable i'm just gonna yeah become sit a home. vegetable yeah yeah hmm.
1: couch potato hmm. okay. uh yeah but you're right that is definitely that's a phrase of the past <laughs>
0: just a minor <laughs> observation <laughs>
1: <laughs> so then xander walks away from the group to get a soda from the soda machine and larry a student who's a little bit taller and much meatier than xander
0: would you say if
1: Meteor, yeah like meet, meaty <laughs> not like a meteor from from space but like
0: you would describe you know, he's like meaty him as a meaty man
1: yeah well not that big but he i just want to make the point that he's like bigger and and a little bit more beefy than xander okay. Wouldn't say like he's really buff like he doesn't seem to have like giant muscles just meaty but he's, yeah he's meaty meaty you know, if, if, like, a vampire was looking between the two of who to eat, he's probably going to get more out of Larry. <laughs> he's meatier. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. He's not, like, a big guy. I'm just he's establishing meaty. that he's bigger than Xander. Yeah. Okay? All right. Larry, this guy who's bigger than Xander.
0: Yeah. Just a big pile of meat.
1: <laughs> well, to a vampire, yes. <laughs> Um, so he asks if he asks Xander if he thinks that Buffy would go out with him Xander says no not a chance Mm -hmm. and Larry says that he heard Buffy was fast and then Xander defends her grabbing Larry's shirt as if to fight him and then Larry moves to punch Xander like he kind of brings his arm back to punch him but Buffy stops him and then slams him against the soda, soda machine and then a Diet Dr. Pepper drops out
0: and she says get gone
1: get gone <laughs> yep
0: <laughs> which is so pretty then, hardcore i like that
1: so hardcore yeah if i ever beat like,
0: somebody up that's gonna be my line get
1: yeah. gone i mean just wait pat i think you need you're gonna need a little notebook for these lines because there might be some more you know yeah there's definitely gonna be some more that you like but yeah you there, there get was gone uh, what was the list. other one
0: i liked a few episodes back i think it was um oh do shut up
1: do shut up do yes. shut up <laughs> that was giles to willow yeah.
0: so one day someone's really gonna be annoying me i'm just gonna <laughs> slap them together i'm gonna say do shut up and then i'm gonna grab them by their collar and say get gone Ooh. yeah little one-two wow, punch you know little yeah that's, that's rough well yeah. i hope
1: it's not me yeah that's you, on you the gotta play your cards right this.
0: there sammy joe <laughs>
1: well i'm sure <laughs> that there have been plenty of times already where you could have told me do shut up do and shut I up don't. and so... also
0: get gone
1: um so anyway xander's upset with buffy for rescuing him saying that he'll now have a rep as a sissy man he says a black a black eye heals buffy but cowardice has an unlimited shelf life (laughs) so he he walks off and buffy sits at at the table with willow who says poor xander boys are so fragile and then she asks how buffy's date with angel was but do you have something to say about this no about the fragility of male of the male ego
0: no no i think uh i think xander probably felt a little emasculated at yeah. that point you know for having this woman stand up for him in a physical altercation with this larry meat guy
1: yep you Meat know? pie
0: meat pie maybe he's larry, Meat pie.
1: maybe well no he's not we definitely saw meat pie oh and we he did was not larry
0: okay
1: yeah remember he looked like a Like an 80s hair metal band kind of guy?
0: Uh, I don't remember, but I'll take your word for it. It's probably (laughs) okay. Yeah.
1: So Buffy tells Willow that she was late to her date with Angel and that Cordelia was keeping him company. And Willow was like, you know, telling her not to worry that Cordelia is an Angel's type. And then this is where Buffy says, you know, she doesn't really know what Angel's type is. And Willow's like, oh, it's too bad. We can't read the Watcher diaries, you know, and just read up on Angel. And Buffy's like, yeah, too bad we can't do that. That would be bad. And Willow's like, plus they're locked up in Giles's office with his personal files. And Buffy's like, that would be wrong. And then we cut to a little espionage scene with Buffy and Willow. And they're like both looking into the library door. They're doing a
0: little sneaky sneak.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Such a fun. This is like a silly fun scene. I liked it. Um, so Buffy kind of walks in and and she doesn't see Giles at first so she's sneaking in to get the the watcher Diaries but then Giles spots her and starts start talking to her so then she kind of like motions to get Willow to come in who's resistant at first but then she does it um and you know while while Willow's sort of sneaking in Giles tells Buffy to work on some new battle techniques and Buffy tells him that he needs some hobbies and then she oh, asks he's got one how- yeah what does he say
0: yeah uh, cross-referencing
1: cross-referencing yeah (laughs) uh yeah and then she says how come halloween is such a big yawner i mean do the demons just hate how commercial it's become and giles is suspicious of her sudden interest um and then when she starts to like lose him a little bit she blurts out miss calendar said you were a babe which of course gets his attention (laughs) And Willow is like shaking her head, like, "Oh, Buffy, this is low."
0: <laughs> Do girls ever call men babes?
1: Um,
0: I've never heard it in real life.
1: I don't know. I mean, I think this maybe is also a '90s and like Southern California thing. Okay, that would be my that would be my <laughs> that's guess. your guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know that I have ever said like he was, some guy is a babe. Like yeah. I wasn't ever like, oh. Seth Green is a babe.
0: Right. No, you just but say Dream. I feel dream like boat. that's more
1: I feel like that yeah, dream boat. <laughs> I mean, I think that I say that now though. I don't think I was saying that back no. then. No. I was probably like, then? he's a hottie.
0: He's so hot that Seth yeah. Oz boy. I don't
1: know. I'll go back and I'll find my diaries from high school and Ooh, middle this school would and be I'll fun. let you know. Yeah. <laughs> Do a diary segment. Yeah. Uh instead of the watcher diaries, it's the, the Sammy Diaries.
0: The Sammy watching Buffy Diaries. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I doubt I have anything in my diary that's like Seth Green is so dreamy.
0: Mm, I don't know. There's probably some illustrations in there, bunch of hearts with arrows Maybe. through them.
1: Yeah. Did you you want to know a fun fact? Yeah. My name, uh so my parents thought that I was going to be a boy. I don't like I don't know if they checked the gender or just were guessing, but uh, apparently I was supposed to be a boy and my name was supposed to be Seth really seth grom jensen that's that's really close to seth
0: green jensen
1: it is and you know what i would have been fucking shoved into lockers with that name
0: seth grom
1: seth grom jensen that's such a nerd name
0: Mm, nah yeah no i think it's all right
1: miss calendar thinks he's a babe and buffy keeps going and she says she said that you were a hunk of burning something or other and then tells Giles that he should go for it. Then Willow gets the journal, the Watcher Diaries. Mm-hmm. And so Buffy, Buffy can, like, can see that she has it. So she quickly says, but I've overstepped my bounds. It's none of my business, you know. What was I thinking? My God, shame, shame. I got to go. And she runs out after Willow has left. Yeah. And, um, you know, that leaves Giles to muse about Miss Calendar. And he goes, "A babe? And kind of like smirks, I can live with that. Nothing. <laughs> I, I don't know. No comment. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. So yeah. we cut to the. Uh,
0: I'm just hung up with something? the name with the word babe. It's just it's uh, <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird <laughs> one. I think
1: it's a '90s Southern. Yeah, California I know. Thing. I know. Just, I just you know just move on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This I'm moving a on. This is '90s show. I'm
0: moving right oh along God. here. Just keep this train chugging. You have no problem with get
1: gone, but you have a problem with babe. I
0: like get gone. It's got it's got flavor. You know.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. In the girls' bathroom, Buffy and Willow are looking through the watcher diaries. They're looking at a drawing of a, quote, pretty quaffed noblewoman wearing a billowing gown. The drawing is dated 1775 when Angel was 18 and still human, as Buffy says. Buffy starts to kind of like get down on herself saying, you know, she'll never look like that. But Willow says that she's not that pretty. This woman's waist is way too small. She looks like a circus freak. Buffy says, must have been wonderful. Put on some fantabulous gown and go to a ball like a princess and have horses and servants and get and yet more gowns. And Willow says, yeah, still, I think I prefer being able to vote or I will when I can. And I just like, I love Willow.
0: <laughs> Always standing up for the righteous.
1: Yeah, she's just like, yeah, you know, whatever. I still am ra- glad that like we're in a more... Yeah, female forward time where I can vote.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you look at the times, it's like really you want to go back to then so you can wear a pretty dress with a small waist and have right royals. But what about modern medicine and the right to vote and other
1: and modern plumbing?
0: Sure, yeah, having toilets—that's pretty sweet.
1: That is having toilets
0: is kind of the bomb.
1: It is, especially if you have to take a bomb in the toilet. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Gross. (laughs) uh so then cordelia waltzes in talking about how she kept angel company and then she asks buffy what his deal is and why she never sees him around and willow goes not during the day anyway and cordelia's like oh please don't tell me he still lives at home like he has to wait for his dad to get back before he can take the car buffy says cordelia i think his parents have been dead for a couple of couple hundred years and cordelia's like good wait what (laughs) and she says, Angel's a vampire. I thought you knew. And Cordia is like, Oh.
0: She's not buying it.
1: Oh, he's a vampire. Of course. But the cuddly kind, like a Care Bear with fangs. Yeah, she's not buying it. She's like, All right, this is Buffy, like spinning some shit. Yeah. Um, but Cordelia, she's like
0: right on the mark. Like, Yeah, he is the cuddly kind of vampire. That's like exactly Care Bear with fangs. right. <laughs> it's exactly right. And poofy hair on the sides.
1: And poofy hair. Trim it down. Um, Don't wear that too So tan Willow. Coat. <laughs> willow says it's true and then cordelia kind of walks over them and she's like you know what i think i think you're trying to scare me off because you're afraid of the competition look buffy you may be hot stuff when it comes to demonology or whatever but when it comes to dating i'm, I'm the slayer.
0: slayer yeah that's a great like, quote
1: Ooh, that's a good line yeah
0: we should put that on our instagram
1: so then later that night at a costume shop, Buffy, Xander and Willow are trying to find their costumes and Willow presents Buffy with her finding, which is a classic sheet over the whole body including head ghost situation. Wait, who's
0: messing with the pumpkin that screams? Is that Buffy? I think so. It's like, rah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh for some reason. It's just so abrupt.
1: <laughs> oh god, is that going to be your favorite moment?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Time will tell. We we shall see so
1: stupid uh so then buffy kind of like gently says to willow you're never going to get noticed if you keep hiding she tells her that halloween is the come as you aren't night it's the perfect chance for a girl to get sexy and wild without repercussions and willow goes oh i don't get wild wild on me equals spaz buffy says don't underestimate yourself you've got it in you
0: that's like what you say about coffee coffee on you makes you spaz
1: Yes, 100% makes me spaz. All right. <laughs> um, but I thought this was a really nice moment. Buffy like kind of trying to build up Willow's confidence. Um, but then as I was thinking about it, I was like, I guess I, you, it could also be read as very like male gaze sort of going on. Um, but I don't really see it that way because I feel like I feel like there have been some times in my life where like Willow, I was not super confident about my body um, or feeling like sexy or anything. And then one of my female friends made me feel empowered. So I had, I have good feelings about this moment.
0: Yeah. Well, Mean Girls makes the same point as to what Halloween is for a uh, girl sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah. But they, <laughs> but they're, yeah. Yeah. Mm, let's not draw that <laughs> comparison.
0: Why not? It's basically what, what Willow's saying, right? Isn't what it? Buffy
1: is saying to Willow? Yeah. Well, yeah, but like uh, Mean Girls goes over the top with it. Like here, Willow, Buffy is saying to Willow, like, don't hide, you know?
0: No, Buffy's saying like, know. let's dress up sexy. This is the one night when you can really let yourself go. Let's dress up sexy, Yeah, but right? she's
1: not saying it in a way that's like, go out and be a skank, you know? <laughs> well, she's, she's not, not like, putting a
0: negative spin on it. That wouldn't get her attention.
1: No, but she's like, she's not. I don't, she's doing it in a way that's like, don't hide, don't hide yourself. Like, don't hide behind this costume. Like, there's, there's a difference. Yeah. There's like one, you know, like there's (laughs) trying, there's dressing sexy to try to get like attention from guys and there's dressing sexy to feel confident. Mm. And that's sort of where Buffy is. Like, yes, she's saying like, you're never going to get noticed, but she's, uh-huh. Hmm. Man, Pat, why are you doing this to me? Long, what am I doing? De- you're you're the the spinning out.
0: I'm just asking questions <laughs> here. are spinning out. You're spinning <laughs> out.
1: <laughs> I just think she's doing it in a way that's a little bit more empowering. Okay.
0: I think you can read it however you want, you know? I
1: think you can, but yeah. this is how I'm going to read it, and you can just... Go and F off then.
0: <laughs> wow. Jeez. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying anything one way or the other. Get I'm just Get gone, saying, Pat. <laughs> get gone?
1: You're telling me to get gone? No, uh, don't get gone. I want to force you to watch more Buffy.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> anyway, Xander pulls out a toy military rifle and tells the ladies that he has fatigues from an army surplus store at home,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is totally my way of doing Halloween.
0: Just find something? Yeah, that's how I did jake from state farm i just went into my closet i'm like red polo well, i'm not going yeah. to any party soon so i might as well make it my costume
1: i like to go to th- like thrift stores and find stuff you know like right the old goodwill hunting yeah <laughs>
0: that's good that's funny you. <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you like that
1: yeah. <laughs> uh so buffy apologizes for rescuing xander earlier in the day promising that from now on she'll let him get pummeled and then she spots a beautiful billowy 18th century red gown towards the back of the shop. She goes over to admire it more closely. And the shop owner pulls it off the dressmaker's mannequin that it's on and holds it out in front of Buffy as she looks, in, uh, she looks at it in a mirror.
0: What's and this guy's says, name? The guy who owns the store? Is it Ethan? We don't know yet. We okay. don't know yet. All right. We'll come back um, to
1: that. Come back to that. Uh, so... She says there's no way she could ever afford it. And he says, oh, nonsense. I feel quite moved to make you a deal you can't refuse. Hmm. Mm.
0: Five bucks, sweetie.
1: Interesting. What's in it for him? So then we cut to Spike in his factory lair, watching the video of Buffy fighting. And he is very impressed with her, calling her tricky and resourceful.
0: Yeah, he's he's truly watching game tape. This yeah. is like a football team before they play the the you know big tournament yeah Yeah. exactly he's like checking out really studying her yeah
1: then drusilla enters with one of her dolls who who needs tea apparently um and she asks spike if he loves her insides the parts he can't see
0: (laughs) yeah hey drusilla why don't you go back to bed sweetie okay you talking (laughs) no no nonsense.
1: (laughs) instead spike says Eyeballs to entrails, my sweet, which I think would make a really great Valentine's Day card.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> you should start a line of candy of this kind of uh, stuff written on hearts. <laughs> like, like dark, dark, flirty stuff.
1: Eyeballs to entrails. <laughs> yeah,
0: eyeballs to entrails.
1: I love you, eyeballs to entrails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, don't tempt me! I will do it. It
0: just says I, I'll murder you. You know things like that that are just yeah. You know they're scary, but for yeah. the right people who have this kind of humor, it'd be hilarious, and like I think Spike you'd make a you'd, right. You'd make a fortune.
1: Yeah, I don't know that I want to cater to that. I don't know that I want to know about this dark side of love
0: right but if the money's coming in who's asking questions
1: <laughs> i'm a pretty principled business person <laughs> but maybe i shouldn't be maybe that's my problem
0: all <laughs> right you want to make, make some real money here sammy i got some ideas eyeballs
1: to trails. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah eyeballs sand <to> trails. that's <laughs> gonna right be my up. uh my pork and American beans could card. be on one too pork and beans
1: <laughs> pork i love you like joss whedon loves pork and beans <laughs>
0: maybe we should just make our own candy for the podcast listeners and it would just be all inside jokes like pork and Mm. beans
1: you're talking like the conversation hearts yeah like the little chalky hearts yeah Yeah. pork and beans so they'd have to be short those are so gross
0: yeah they're pretty put them
1: on like m&ms or something
0: m&ms yeah
1: well i guess we couldn't fit a whole lot
0: on m&ms you couldn't
1: we'll workshop this and get back (laughs) get back to it
0: (laughs) we have till halloween
1: yes (laughs) or next valentine's day
0: (laughs) right a full year away
1: so, anyway, Spike says to Drusilla, that's why I've got to study this slayer. Once I know her, I can kill her. And once I kill her, you can have your run of sunny hell. Get strong again. Sunny and hell? Kind of like yeah,
0: Sunnydale? He...
1: Yeah. Well, he says sunny hell.
0: Yeah. I sunny just hell. thought it sounded close to sunny Dale. Strike that from the record. Continue. S-S-
1: Sunnydale is the town. That's why he's saying sunny hell. Do you... Do you understand what's happening, Pat?
0: Yes, I understand.
1: Okay. <laughs> Drusilla says, don't worry, everything's switching outside to inside. It makes her weak. And she tells Spike it's happening on Halloween. And when he says that nothing happens on Halloween, she tells him, someone's come to change it all. Someone new. I'm trying to do my best, Drusilla voice.
0: It's not bad. It's like a, it's like a six out of ten. You know? Yeah, it's
1: not as good as my Cordelia faux laugh.
0: Yeah, that was pretty good. Last episode. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so we cut to an altar with a head statue in the middle of it, candles lit all around it, and we see the costume shop owner kneel down as if to pray, and he starts speaking an incantation, dabbing blood on his um, eyelids. He says, The world that denies thee, thou inhabit, the peace that ignores thee, thou corrupt. And then he puts, smears like a blood cross on his forehead. But that and he comes says, from
0: his hands, right? That's like stigmata blood?
1: Yeah, it's just like there. Like we don't see him cutting his hands. Like all of a sudden there's just blood. Right, right? like stigmata. Kind of like stigmata, yeah. yeah. So then he says, uh, Chaos, I remain as ever thy faithful degenerate son. That doesn't sound very good, Pat.
0: Hmm, degenerate son, hey. Yeah. Okay.
1: Hey, and then the camera... Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm just gonna say pans over the statue. Oh
0: no! Oh, you've come so far. Moves over. T- yeah. Is it still tilting? Well, this is kind of a. Um,
1: it's like a combination. This is a it's complex like Moving move. over it, it's like sort yeah. of tilting and panning at once. I don't know what is yeah.
0: it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would call this. I would call this a crane shot or maybe a jib shot. All okay. right, it's
1: jib jib shot. We get yeah. a jib shot camera. Yeah situation happening it sort over of the statue floats
0: over the top of the statue and cranes down while tilting yeah yes so it's we complex. see that
1: it has a female face on one side and a male face on the other
0: hmm. little hmm. little double double here
1: yeah toil and trouble mm-hmm Next day, Buffy is in her costume, putting on earrings, while Willow is in Buffy's bedroom getting dressed. Buffy says that she's going to meet Angel at her house that night because her mom will be out. hey heyo,
0: Time to get the party started. Woo.
1: Willow asks Buffy to promise not to laugh as she comes out of the bedroom looking smoking hot. Who, Willow? In a... Yeah.
0: Yeah. I yeah.
1: What? This doesn't do it for you? Oh, my God. I think Willow looks amazing. Really? Yes.
0: Mm. She's got okay. a
1: nice red crop top and a black mini skirt and fishnets. She's like... Her, her midriff is showing. Mm. She's got a very nice tummy. Yeah. I think she looks... I think she looks hot. Yeah. Okay. Capital H-O-T. Hot. Okay. Meow, Pat.
0: Meow. Mm.
1: Willow is very nervous about it, and Buffy says... I can't wait for the boys to go nonverbal when they see you, and then she goes down to answer her front door for Xander, who's dressed in his army fatigues, and he says, "Buffy, Lady of Buffdom, ju- Duchess of Buffonia." <laughs> I am in awe. I completely renounce spandex. because <laughs> so, earlier he said that spandex. I don't know if we've ever
0: talked waiting. about this before, but what is the origination of the the name Buffy? What's that? What's that come don't from? Know. Like Buffilda.
1: Bufilda Bufilda Kirk <laughs> um,
0: Buffaroni. That's,
1: that's Matilda anyway. Matilda. Buffy. Uh we don't know.
0: It's just a we name have no huh? idea, just a name. Okay. I've never yeah. met another Buffy.
1: Yeah, I mean, have you met another Oz? Wizard or Cordelia? <laughs>
0: the Wizard of Oz.
1: <laughs> How about Cordelia?
0: Cordelia? No, I guess I haven't. I guess there's Have a you lot met of an angel? Names uh yes i have met an angel
1: was he like a nice guy
0: yeah he's all right
1: have you met a xander
0: no i haven't all right a lot of a lot of unique willow
1: you name meet another willow
0: yeah your cat
1: well okay but she's named after this willow yeah she's a very poor representation and then Willow walks down the stairs, <laughs> but she's got her ghost costume on.
0: See, I like this. I like Willow in the ghost costume.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a big boo across says her boo. chest. boo. I like
0: that. <laughs> That's a great costume.
1: Ugh. They pick up their pack of kiddos at the high school where Wait, Snyder
0: tells- what? Before we move on from Willow- in okay. her previous garb. What is yes. what is her costume?
1: She's supposed to be a, a sexy ghost. What? <laughs> she was just a sexy ghost.
0: A sec- Oh, before? Before she put on the ghost like sheet?
1: Yes, she was going to be a ghost. She was going to be a sexy ghost. Did she
0: do anything with the makeup to make herself look ghostly? No. No. So she's just... Okay.
1: I'm guessing. I mean, she doesn't really say what she is. Yeah. See, but she said...
0: This this goes with the whole theory of uh, just dressing up to look sexy and not really, yeah. there's no character there. Where's the character? Where's the character? Yeah. You gotta have okay. something to ground you in some sort of character, right?
1: Yeah. Maybe she was trying to go as like a, a party goer to- Okay, you know, one we don't of, need to stretch. One of, <laughs> one of <laughs> Dr. Frankenfurter. Explain it. Like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh no! Don't bring
0: that movie into this. Okay.
1: (laughs) She's got the fishnets. You know, it's like half of what you need, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Willow comes down the stairs in her ghost costume, and Buffy says, "Buffy calls her Casper." And yes, then Xander says, "Hey, Will, that's a fine boo you got there. (laughs) That's a fine
0: boo." I like that.
1: Yeah. Um so then they go and pick up their their kids at the high school where Snyder tells Buffy not to talk to them. And then Larry dressed as a pirate teases Xander asking where his bodyguard is. Then we see Oz inspecting his guitar um and Cordelia dressed as a cat in all spandex approaches him and asks if they're playing tonight. And if Mr. I'm the lead singer, I'm so great, I don't have to show up for my date or even call, going to be there. And Oz says, yeah, you know, he's just going by Devin now. And Cordelia says, well, you can tell him that I don't care and that I didn't even mention it and that I didn't even see you. So that's just fine. And Oz goes, so what do I tell him?
0: (laughs) So Devin ghosted Cordelia. That's why he wasn't in the last episode. Because I remember you asked that question.
1: Well, that's why he wasn't, um, yes, in the last episode, right? Yeah. He was nowhere to be found. But she also was said that she was waiting for him at the Bronze when she saw Angel.
0: Mm-hmm. She,
1: he said that he was waiting for Buffy and she was waiting for Devon. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he ghosted her at the Bronze last night. We have ghosted. no idea why he wasn't. He wasn't in the previous episode. Yeah. Maybe they had a gig out of town. Who knows? Um, Who knows? She's got to have her backups. So. Yeah. Yeah, so then Cordelia, so Oz is like, so what do I tell him? And Cordelia goes, nothing, geez, get with the program. And she walks off in a huff. And Oz says, why can't I meet a nice girl like that? And on cue, Willow comes down the hall in her ghost costume. In her so boo her, costume. In her boo, so her face is covered. Um. And then Oz turns around and bumps into her, and then they awkwardly keep apologizing to each other.
0: Yeah, this would have been a perfect meet-cute.
1: yeah. And then Xander, we cut back to Xander, uh, who shares some tips on getting extra candy with his kiddos. And then we cut to Buffy trick-or-treating with her group. Then we see the costume shop owner now chanting very intensely and sweating. Um, He's chanting in Latin. And we cut back and forth between that and and Willow and Buffy with their groups of kids. The shop owner then says, showtime. And we cut back to Willow's group, and we see a little kid who's dressed like a monster turn into a real mini monster. I love this. I know.
0: This was awesome. When they, yeah. everybody started turning into monsters, I was like, yes.
1: Yep. So then another kid turned demon starts choking the elderly lady <laughs> whose house they were at.
0: So I was like, is that Mrs. French?
1: It wasn't Mrs.
0: French. Ah, nuts. I know. I wish. Yeah.
1: You wish. You wish. Yeah. Uh, then Willow is yelling at them to stop, but then she begins like struggling to breathe and like kind of like clutching the side of the house like trying to hold herself up as chaos is just breaking out all around her. Um, then she collapses and we cut to Xander, whose gun is all of a sudden very real and he is looking super intense, scanning the area as we get this like marching kind of like military music playing over the scene with him.
0: Yeah he turns into Rambo. Yeah, basically.
1: Pretty much. Um, then we cut back to Willow who rises out of her body as a ghost and the sheet costume does not follow her. So she's back in her wowza costume.
0: <laughs> that's, that's what you call it, the wowza costume. <laughs> that's what costume. I'm calling it,
1: the wowza costume. Okay. Um, then she sees Xander, tries to talk to him, but he doesn't like seem to recognize her. Um, and then he like accidentally walks right through her. And she says, Xander, listen to me. I'm on your side. I swear something crazy is happening. I was dressed as a ghost for Halloween and now I am a ghost and you were supposed to be a soldier. And now I guess you're a real soldier. So thankfully, Willow is still Willow in all of this. Just ghost Willow. So Xander is skeptical of what's going on. Then he moves to shoot a kid vampire, but Willow tells him, no guns. That's an order. Because she's like, that. that's still a kid, you know. Then Willow spots Buffy, who is definitely not Buffy anymore, because she passes out at the sight of little kid demons. Yeah. <laughs> so Buffy wakes up and she thinks it's 1775 and Willow tries to calm her down. Um, And then she screams, a demon, a demon, as a car is coming down the street. So she's calling the car a demon. Yeah. Um, And Xander asks if Buffy's insane. Uh, Willow explains, you know, that she's never seen a car before because she's from the past. And Xander says, and you're a ghost. And Willow says, yes. Now let's get inside. And Xander says, I just want you to know that I'm taking a lot on faith here. And he's very serious. Uh, so Willow takes them to Buffy's house, and Mrs. Summers isn't home, thankfully. Um, then they start hearing, like, banging on the front door. Willow tells Xander not to open it. Um, Buffy starts panicking, not understanding where or who she is. And Willow, exasperated, says she couldn't have dressed like Xena. So the then warrior we get... princess. Yes. That would have been Is handy. that on the same
0: network? I think it is. CW? I don't know. WB? I don't know. I th- I'm going to go yes.
1: Probably. Yeah. So then a real demon bursts through the tiny, they've got like those little windows in the front door. Um, and so it kind of like busts its its arm through. Mm-hmm. And Xander shoots, even though, you know, Willow's like, what did I say? Like no guns. And, she, and then he says, big noise, scare monster. Um, <laughs> and then we hear a girl scream outside. So he runs out. We see Cordelia being chased by some kind of like giant ape man, Bigfoot thing we don't it's like kind sure. of dark so we don't really see yeah what they it is. just went
0: to the uh, prop costume closet and just cleaned it out and like we'll just take all of this and just dress all the extras up as yeah. whatever
1: as whatever exactly. which
0: you know just like in star wars for the cantina scene that's what they did was they just went to the prop department and they cleaned out the costumes and that's hmm. why there's like a wolf man oh, in yeah. that scene
1: yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of randos in there. Yeah. Xander brings Cordelia inside and then Willow says to her, "Okay, your name is Cordelia, you're not a cat, you're in high school and where are your friends?" cuz Cordelia is dressed like a cat. I don't know if I said that. Um, yeah, you did earlier. Spandex cat. Yeah. and oh right, when she sees Oz. Yeah. Um and so she says, "And where are your friends?" "Well, sort of." And then Cordelia says, "That's nice, Willow, and you went mental when?" Uh, and since Cordelia is not in fact, a cat. She seems to be unaffected by whatever has happened to Buffy, Xander, and Willow.
0: Hmm. I wonder why. So
1: we don't know why. Um, then Cordelia complains about her torn-up costume, saying that she won't get her deposit back from Party Town. Willow tells them to sit tight, and she goes to get help. Um, and while Cordelia is saying who died and made her boss, Willow ghosts right through she the walks wall through the behind wall. her. Zip. <laughs> Uh, So then we see Spike wandering around the street in Vamp vamp Face, and he is like psyched by all the chaos that's happening around him. He's like, this is neat kind of thing. Xander is building a barricade in the house when Buffy asks why he's taking orders from a woman. She says, are you feeble in some way? Um, (laughs) Xander... Spots a photo of him, Buffy, and Willow and realizes, you know, he's like, oh, Willow, you know, she must be right about this, that they must have some kind of amnesia. And Buffy says, I don't know what that is, but I'm certain I don't have it. I bathe quite often.
0: <laughs> she's, she's practically known for it.
1: Yes, she's practically known for it. <laughs> That's a throwback.
0: Isn't it? Is this the part where uh, I think Xander says, this ain't no tea party princess Yes. Yeah. Yeah, ass.
1: and he's basically like, you're going to have to fight eventually, and she says that she'd sooner die than fight these low creatures, and then Xander says, okay, then you'll die. <laughs> yeah. And then in walks Angel, and Buffy and Xander both ask, who are you? Then we cut to Giles in the library, sorting through the card catalog, listening very intently <laughs> to the <laughs> sirens blaring in the background. <laughs> yeah. And then Willow emerges through the wall, walks and Giles right the wall. throws the cards. Yeah, totally him. startled.
0: Yeah, all uh, the I just, decimals.
1: I love, I love Giles startled jump scare Giles scenes. Yeah, yeah, it's so fun. Um, <laughs> so, and it just like takes him a moment. He's just like, like can't, <sighs> like can't speak. Yeah, <laughs> it takes him a moment to regain his composure. Yeah. So then back at Buffy's house, Cordelia explains to Angel. They don't know who they are. Everyone's turned into a monster. It's a whole big thing. And the lights go out and Buffy grabs Cordelia out of fright. Then they hear a noise and Xander splits them up, um, taking Cordy with him. And, you know, Angel goes with Buffy, who is not happy about not being with the man with the musket. Angel fights a vampire and then he trans like as he's like pinning the vampire down, he transforms into vamp face. Um, causing Buffy to scream and run out of the house. At the library, Willow can't turn pages in a book. <laughs> and then she explains to Giles what she knows and who's dressed as what. He looks at her and asks what she's the ghost of. Like, he's she's he's basically like, and you are? And she's like, I'm a ghost. And he's like, you know, of what?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> and, my question. What's your character?
1: <laughs> well, you know, then... She, She's like, this is nothing. You should see what Cordelia's wearing. <laughs> yeah. A unitard with cat things like ears and stuff.
0: Right. She's um, a cat.
1: And so Giles is like, and she became an actual feline?
0: <laughs> nope.
1: But she tells Giles that she didn't become a, ga- a cat and then works out that Cordelia said that she got her costume from Party Town, whereas they got theirs from a new place, Ethan's.
0: Hmm.
1: And then we cut to a dark alley where Buffy is running scared. Then we see Angel, Cordelia, and Xander walking down the street looking for her. And then Spike overhears their conversation and tells the mini monsters that he's with. He says, somewhere out here is the tenderest meat you've ever tasted. And all we have to do is find her first. And then Buffy bumps into a pirate. And Which then, is the meat
0: pile guy. Right. The meat Larry. guy. Very meaty yep. pirate, this guy
1: yeah <laughs> yeah then we cut to giles entering ethan's costume shop with willow uh who notices the statue with its eyes lit up green giles identifies it as he says janus um but it's actually supposed to be pronounced janus like what? anus with a j in front of it
0: well how do you know it's supposed to be pronounced because janus? it's j
1: it's j-a-n-u-s it's the roman god of like dualities
0: yeah but that can be pronounced Yanush.
1: I looked it up. I, I actually like looked it up, looked up the pronunciation and a couple of different websites because I was like, I don't think it is supposed to be Yanis. which well, is what they're saying.
0: Well, there's a uh, very famous cinematographer, the one who shoots a lot of uh, Steven Spielberg's films, and his mm-hmm. name is Janusz Kaminski.
1: And how is it spelled?
0: J-A-N-U-S, and I think there might be a Z on the end.
1: Mm. Yeah, I don't know, but... I mean, in everything that I looked at, the correct pronunciation is Is Janus. Janus. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I like Janus better myself. Well, I think
0: it's probably more TV friendly.
1: Yeah, because Janus just sounds like anus and then everybody would laugh about it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Anyway, so he's a Roman mythical god. Giles says it means the division of self, male and female, light and dark. And then Ethan, appearing from the shadow, says chunky and creamy. Oh no, sorry, that's peanut butter. And what a
0: line that's what <laughs> <laughs> this, this dumb line what is this <laughs> chunky just, you know, and creamy chunky oh and creamy. that's peanut butter hello ripper <laughs>
1: <laughs> he doesn't say that yet oh he doesn't giles tells willow to get out now very serious he get, says, get out. out now get out and she exits and then giles says hello ethan and ethan says hello ripper right oh shit but he says it after he tells Willow to
0: leave. Willow uh, doesn't overhear well, that. That's it important. It was pretty close. It's pretty. That's important close. though. Pretty close. Okay.
1: It's very important that Willow did not hear that.
0: So quick okay? uh, mention of a crossover here. Both shows Ethan is a creep. He's a creep yep. oh. Bad weird Ethan's. Beard. Yeah.
1: Bad Ethan's. I was like, what is it with Ethan's? And then I was like, do I know Ethan's? And the only Ethan that I know is a real sweetheart, one of Dave's friends.
0: Yeah. I think we almost, sweet guy. I think we almost named our uh, son Ethan at one yeah? point. Yeah. It was on the list. It's on the short yeah. list.
1: Yeah. I think it's a good name, but apparently, you know, I don't know.
0: Ethan Hunt. In our two
1: shows, they're evil.
0: Ethan Hunt, like Mission Impossible. That's Tom Cruise's character. Fantastic.
1: Yeah. You know, I've never character. seen any of those.
0: Yeah, you gotta you gotta start watching these.
1: Mm, You'll nah. love them. Nah, Tom Cruise. Right. Keep going. Tom Cruise, lots of booze. Uh, like B O O. No, he's clean. Like I'm no, like I'm booing at him. Oh, I see. That's what I'm saying. All right. All right. So then Buffy is trying to escape the pirate. Xander comes in and tackles him, and a fight ensues. Then Cordelia and Angel rush in and Buffy cowers telling Cordelia that Angel's a vampire. And Cordelia, apologetically to Angel, says she's got this whole thing where she thinks, forget it. And then to Buffy, she says, it's okay. Angel's a good vampire. He would never hurt you. Uh, Hmm. So she still is not buying the Angel's a vampire thing.
0: Hashtag sarcasm.
1: Hashtag sarcasm xander knocks out the pirate and then says it's strange but beating up that pirate gave me a weird sense of closure
0: <laughs> right because it's the meat pile guy that because he wanted it's to beat up Larry. yeah larry
1: <laughs> are you calling him meat pile
0: yeah meat pile like that's a what you pile called him. of meat yeah. no i said meat. you're like pie. he's a big big meat meat pile pile of meat that's what you said She's
1: called him meaty oh my god <laughs> i didn't think this was a bad thing this, like, it's not it's just why funny. is this becoming a thing <laughs>
0: it's funny it's a funny uh adjective meaty <laughs>
1: anyway willow shows up (laughs) tells them to get inside and then spike is and his gang of real vamps and mini monsters are hot on their heel (laughs) i think it's so funny that spike's got this like he's got this gang of like little kids dressed (laughs) yeah it's just really funny to me
0: more mini me's
1: (laughs) more mini me's yeah so we cut back to ethan's uh and he says what no hug aren't you pleased to see your old mate rupert and Giles says, "I'm just surprised I didn't guess it was you. This Halloween stunt stinks of Ethan Rain, Ethan Rain, Ethan Rom,
0: Ethan Rain, on. Ethan Rom. Very close. What is this?
1: I I was actually really hard for me when I like when we talked about Ethan Rom. I had to like be very careful to make sure I say Ethan Rom and not Ethan Rain
0: because mm. <laughs> I
1: knew about this character. And, and Ethan Rom
0: like, is always in the rain in Lost.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah."
0: Jeez. Jeez, and you are wow. a leaky bucket. So How did this many, not know. happen? Your leaky bucketness has been really sealed up on this because podcast so far.
1: I have had too much media seriously. spoiled for me, so I am very careful to not spoil you are media very careful. for other people.
0: If only you could do this with like personal secrets when you're around other people. Hey,
1: <laughs> I'm not, I usually do it accidentally, not knowing that I'm leaky bucketing.
0: Exactly. That's the, like, that's I what a leaky I bucket is. You I don't, don't know that there's know, holes. You put water in it. It comes out the holes. I don't know that
1: what I was told is an important thing that I'm supposed to be keeping a secret. If you tell me this is Until a somebody secret, shoots don't tell you anyone. And then you go, oh. then I uh, know. Yeah. I'm not, you're making it sound like I can't keep a secret. I very much can't. <laughs> but I just, need to be know- I just need to be told that it's a secret that I need yeah. to keep, and then I right. will keep it. Okay. Okay? All right. Anyway, Giles tells Ethan he's harming the innocent, and Ethan says, Oh, and we all know that you are the champion of innocence and all things pure and good, Rupert. It's quite a little act you've got going here, old man. And he calls Giles the sniveling, tweed-clad guardian of the slayer and her kin. I think not. I know who you are, Rupert, and I know what you're capable of but they don't, do they? They have no idea where you come from.
0: What is this backstory? Didn't see this coming. I know. Coming.
1: Well, and it's, it's exciting because you have been kind of talking about how like Giles needs some friends. Like you wanted more personal side of Giles. Like we yeah. haven't gotten that yet. So I was pretty excited about There's this. There's more to
0: his story, perhaps some mm. darkness.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to hear your predictions on this.
0: Yeah, but he's such a dweeb. I mean, he's really hiding it well if he's got some like, harder edge stuff from darkness yeah
1: yeah i don't know i'll have to find out so giles tells ethan to break the spell to leave and never come back and then he'll get to live and then he punches him out bam damn giles then we cut to buffy and crew running from spike um trying to build a barricade but spike's gang busts through and then we cut back to Ethan laying on the floor, Giles hovering over him, stone-faced, wiping blood from his hands. Like, this is not the gentle Giles that yeah, we what, have come to know what, What's love. He going is like, on? He I feel is like, like I've hardened. been lied to.
0: I've been lied to. Mm. This show is, know, is throwing man. me through a bit of a loop.
1: Then he kicks Ethan when he won't tell him how to break the spell. Spike catches up with Buffy and moves in to bite her. Everyone else is like being held back by both big and little monsters. (laughs)
0: Little
1: monsters. (laughs) Giles keeps kicking Ethan until he finally tells him that he needs to break the statue of Giannis, which he does. And then everyone turns back. Spike is confused as he pulls away Buffy's wig, and then she has time for a quick, hi, honey, I'm home, <laughs> before she punches him in the gut.
0: <laughs> she's got another line here, too. Another sassy line. She had, like, yeah, two right it? in a row. She says, it's good to be me.
1: Yeah, she's happy to be back. Yeah. Back to being herself. Double
0: sass. Good uh, buff. So then they,
1: they fight, and Buffy busts him up with, a, like, some kind of pull. Um, and then Spike runs off as giles notices that ethan has also run off
0: why is spike running off if
1: because he's not ready he was like i could take her if she's you know um He, he
0: talked a big game about killing two slayers
1: he did but at this point she's surrounded by her friends all of his you know we don't know how many actual vampires versus like Kids turned into, you know, kids and teens turned into vampires and demons he had. Yeah. So it could have been just him or maybe him and like one other. Yeah. And, and Buffy's got, you know, Xander, um, Angel, Willow yeah cordelia like not that any of them are really fighters but yeah. i um, guess he
0: does have to run off and reconvene he's a little bit
1: outnumbered here yeah. so would have been easy trap. if if buffy was not but i was also like come on spike you're such you're like this hard badass guy
0: he's gonna run taking away out
1: buffy taking out no i was more upset i was like taking out buffy when she's like can't put up a fight that's yeah. not going to be fun for you. Where's the
0: sport in that, Spike? Yeah. I mean, he did that's... do a lot of coordinating with the little monsters and the demons and stuff. Yeah. So he had his night cut out for him.
1: <laughs> he did. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine wrangling little baby monsters.
0: Yeah. That's that's a lot of work. So. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, so anyway, uh, Cordelia asks Buffy and Xander if they remember what happened. And Xander says, it was way creepy. It's like I was there, but I couldn't get out. Hmm. And then like Angel- Yeah, right. Um, Angel asks Buffy if she's okay, and then they walk away together, and Cordelia is kind of miffed. Xander tells her to give it up. He says, you're never going to get between those two. Believe me, I know. Cordy says that they need to get the kids back to their parents, and then Xander notices that Willow is gone. So then we cut to Willow waking up in her ghost costume right where her body was left, but she pulls it off, considers putting the costume... Well, she pulls costume... off the sheet, not her yeah, she... costume. Yes, yeah, sorry. She yeah. pulls off the, the ghost the sheet, sheet costume. Yeah. The boo sheet. <laughs> <laughs> considers putting it back on, but then she kind of like has this like She's sly like, I'm grin. confident
0: now. I can yeah, walk across she... the town like this.
1: She tosses it in the trash. Yeah. And then Oz, in his zebra-striped van with the steering wheel on the right, hmm. slows to a stop. Willow crosses in front of him and his eyes follow her entranced and he says who is that girl, that girl.
0: yeah again yeah That's what he keeps asking
1: then at buffy's house she enters her bedroom in sweatpants angel sitting on her bed she tells angel she wanted to be a real girl for once the kind of fancy girl you liked when you were my age oh <laughs> i wrote when you were my angel <laughs> well she uh, is yeah he and is. then Angel tells her he hated the girls back then because they were incredibly dull, simpering morons. Well, that's
0: what you got to tell the modern girl to, you know, get the smoochies going.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Because it works. Sure. See, does.
1: He says he'd rather be with someone exciting and interesting. And then they start majorly smooching.
0: So before they majorly smooch, though, she does this move, which I was very aware of because just because of the dynamic, the whole vampire dynamic.
1: Oh, I was going to (laughs) say, is this another thing that apparently I do that I don't know?
0: No, you don't do this. She, like, sort of, like, shook her hair like this, but she, like, presented her neck. And I was like, oh, careful there, Buffy. You're going to get that thing bit. You can't be presenting. Yeah, you got to be careful. (laughs) You can be careful with the neck. I would cover that thing up. I would wear a turtleneck.
1: Oh. I mean, I feel like that is something I've done. It's more just like. Get like Present cooling down. It's like yeah. cooling down. Like I got to cool down. This but she like leaned neck. in at
0: the same time though. She's like, here, here you go, here stud. Here you go, big boy. You want a bite of this? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you want a little snack before <laughs> bedtime? <laughs> right.
0: And he's like, boy, I want to feed. Me so hungry.
1: <laughs> yeah. Gross. Ugh. So the next day, Giles goes back to Ethan's, but it's deserted. Except for a note that says be seeing you. And then we get a mischievous smile from Giles before we cut to the credits.
0: Yeah, he looks at the, the camera. He spikes the camera with an evil look.
1: Yes. He's like,
0: mm, I'm ripper.
1: Mm, what's this all mm, about, huh? What's this all about?
0: We're making uh, Giles a little spicy here, but yeah, we're not going to get the answer for a few episodes as to you know, maybe not even till the end of the season. Who knows?
1: Do you have anything else you want to say about this episode before I get to the trivia?
0: No, I think it was fun. It was a good time. I like, mm-hmm. you know, as I said before, I like the Halloween aspect. Uh, I like the Spike stuff, even though it was brief. Yeah. I like all of the alter egos. That was fun when mm-hmm. Buffy swaps back to her old self and starts whooping some butt. Was fun. It yeah. was also fun to see Xander whoop some butt too and I become know. like a little commando.
1: Yeah, he was but very was sexy. Fun.
0: Yeah, he's he's like kind of jacked. He's got a good body which we've you know confirmed Seen before. A few times. His yeah. arms seem bigger. You know, he yeah. probably worked out extra hard prior to this Did shoot. Did you
1: notice his tattoos?
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so he well, it was funny. I didn't notice them. I think it took me a little while to notice them and then I was like those cannot be real. And then when they when they cut back to him like normal Xander, you can see how like fake they are. Like yeah. like he got like temporary tattoos or like drew them on him. <laughs> it's right. pretty funny. Yeah. But they look real. They look much more real when he's you know army yeah. sander
0: i like all his little one-liners and his uh cliche commando talk it's just it's a good times right up my action movie alley you know yeah yeah, yeah. this
1: was fun yeah
0: it was a good time
1: so some trivia for you okay the writer of this episode carl ellsworth was fired by joss whedon immediately after completing the script
0: oh why
1: i don't know i thought it was a great script Hmm, Maybe the Giles
0: (laughs) stuff. Giles stuff was too much, too fast. We didn't have time to rewrite it. I don't know. You're out of here, writer.
1: Yeah. But don't worry. I have more on Carl Ellsworth. Okay. Willow's line, wild on me equals spaz, was actually cut when this was shown on the BBC because in the UK, spaz is a mildly offensive term.
0: I was going to say, I thought spaz was kind of derogatory in a way.
1: I, I mean... I have never thought of it that way but I just maybe like spastic, right? Exactly. It's so it's deriving from the word spastic which in the UK is um used to describe someone who is disabled hmm. or handicapped in some right. way. Um I don't know that I at least I and like my circle have I've never heard it used in that way to to describe someone who is disabled it sounds like it's more common in the uk but I,
0: again i hadn't heard this word in years so i
1: i guess like i heard i have heard it used as like someone who's just like a little bit you know a little bit like off like cuckoo you know but not in like a super bad way like i i would be totally comfortable saying that coffee makes me a spaz
0: yeah well i i, heard, I thought it was like a hyperactive yeah, person. right you know
1: so i think it maybe it's just a little bit more derogatory in the uk So they had to cut it. Uh, I wouldn't use it anytime soon. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Willow references Xena, Warrior Princess, which Carl Ellsworth later went on to write for.
0: Oh, that's a shameless plug for his own show.
1: Maybe Maybe that's that's why why he got fired. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I don't know... The trivia just said that he later goes on to write for it, so I don't know if he had already been writing for it.
0: Oh, maybe that's how um, he got hired. He's like, hey, maybe. I don't know if you noticed in Buffy, but I dropped the name of the show. And they're like, yeah. you and they're are like, hired. hired. Welcome, <laughs> Ellsworth. <laughs>
1: so in Roman mythology, Janus was Janus. the literal two-faced god of gates, of doors, and of beginnings and endings, and was worshipped. At harvests, marriages, births, and other kinds of beginnings, um, the month January is named after him, as it is the door into the new year.
0: Mm, January. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, the first. In, this is the first interaction between Willow and Oz, although he doesn't know he doesn't recognize her in her ghost costume, and she yeah. doesn't know who he is yet yeah um and then my other seth green trivia that i forgot to mention before i actually think that i have a few things but one is that he was actually in the original um buffy movie really? but his yeah but his part was cut oh so he's actually like i don't know if he's like if he still appears in the credits um but his part was actually cut from it
0: hmm. so do you ever see the italian job uh yeah It's a great movie.
1: It is a great movie.
0: Yeah. Doesn't seem like it would be up your alley, but because it has Seth Green in it, it's right up your alley.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but you forget that I do like action movies sometimes. Like Like I love the I love the Oceans series. Oh, you do. Love I love Kill Bill. I love Quentin Tarantino.
0: Yeah. Quentin Tarantino and I love Seth Green.
1: mm. Well, I would say his movies are pretty actiony.
0: Yeah. Well, if you love Um, action, you got to start watching Mission Impossible. That's the only way I'll accept you loving action.
1: I don't really care if you accept me loving action. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> That's the thing. I just don't care. Jeez. <laughs> but, you know, you forget that I have varied interests when it comes to movies.
0: Yeah. TV, I'm a
1: little bit more like narrow run focus. Not run of the mill, the mill <laughs> but jeez.
0: <gasps> okay. Cool. All right. We ready to get into Lost? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into Lost.
1: Let's do it.
0: So this is Lost season one, episode seventeen. This one is titled "In Translation." And if you put it together, I see what they
1: did there. Lost Lost in Translation.
0: translation. Great movie. Love that movie.
1: That is a great movie. Yeah, it's so good. Tom Hanks.
0: Tom Hanks.
1: Isn't Tom Hanks? Oh no, is that the one that's Bill Murray?
0: Yeah. Okay. What are you thinking of, Castaway?
1: No. What's the one where Tom <laughs> Hanks is stuck in the um...
0: terminal? The terminal. It's called
1: ter- the terminal. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, that's, a, what now, I was that's
0: an okay movie, but Lost in Translation is oh, a fantastic movie. Oh, I thought it was movie. a
1: cute movie. Yeah, it's okay, all well, right. I haven't. I don't think I've seen Lost in Translation. It's yeah. It, I'm like so-so, you know, on Bill Murray. Oh. I'm more leh than oh good. so good bill murray.
0: bill murray and uh scarlett johansson so good
1: no see again it's like bill murray does not deserve to be with these hot women
0: he's not really with her they're like friendly in the mm. whole movie all right if there's romance then that's up to you it's up to uh, you know okay
1: well there won't be
0: well you should watch that movie again it's great i
1: probably have seen it so good anyway Lost in translation. Lost in
0: translation. <laughs> Original air date is March 2nd, 2005. This one is written by Javier Grio marswatch and Leonard Dick and directed... I don't know why I said it like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because that's exactly how I read it when it came up on the screen.
0: Leonard Dick. <laughs> uh, also directed by Tucker Gates. Uh, and the first thing I noticed off the, oh wait, let's get into your predictions first.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, my predictions were that I'm not so sure that Ethan Rom is dead now. Okay. Um, I think he's going to be back. I don't know if he's going to wake up or be a zombie or somehow resurrect, but I don't think we've seen the last of Ethan Rom.
0: Yeah. I, I would like it if it was like a big rainstorm and he came out of like the mud. That would yeah. be so, Ethan Rom.
1: It would be, and Ethan in the rain.
0: Exactly, Ethan Rain. Ethan
1: in the rain.
0: all around out of
1: the grave, Ethan in the rain. Okay. Uh, I thought that we were gonna get Hurley's backstory.
0: You were wrong, and
1: I was wrong about that. Uh, I also said that I think Kate killed her husband, but I don't think I have said that. We probably won't learn about that for a while, anyway. Mm-hmm. I said that. Jin is starting to suspect that Sun can speak English, which I think will come out. Like, he will suspect it and accuse her. Something so,
0: happens in this episode. Yep.
1: As soon as I saw the title, I was like, oh, okay, I'm definitely wrong. <laughs> like, I was, I was like, yeah, this is not Hurley. This is going to be about Jin and Sun. Yeah. Um, And then I also thought that we were going to get some more movement on the hatch or the Black Rock.
0: And nothing there. Nothing. Okay. So...
1: Tell me, Pat, what's the first thing that you noticed about this episode?
0: <laughs> so the first thing I noticed about this episode is no previously unlost montage to catch mm-hmm. us up on the story. It just jumped right in, which was oh, very I jarring. Oh, I just skip those anyway. Yeah. You skip them?
1: Yeah. Mm. I don't like, like knowing. I'd, I'd rather be surprised.
0: Uh, all right. Because so, otherwise I
1: might piece it together.
0: Maybe, but probably not. So this uh, this episode starts very originally on a close-up shot of Jin's eye. Mm. This is original. I've never seen this before in this show. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag sarcasm.
1: <laughs> my first <laughs> my first note all caps. Seriously, how many times are we going to open with an eye on this show?
0: Yeah. You got to give the people what they want. You know, they like they the eye shot. They don't want it.
1: They don't want it. Uh,
0: you don't know that. What
1: you got to do, what is like a smart, fun thing yeah. is when it's like little, little like, a what do they call them? Easter eggs. You know, like yeah. you, you drop something into season one and then it comes back in like season four. That's what you got to do with the eye. Not every goddamn Not episode. Every
0: episode. Yeah. I'm it's sort of with much. you on this one it's, because- it's like
1: too much now. Come on, guys. This
0: shot- of Jin's eye was very forced. It was yeah. a bad shot. It was clearly not like they didn't put a lot of thought into it. They're like just zoom in and yeah. shoot the eye. It's got to
1: be an eye shot. We got to open. It, we, with yeah, an we got to
0: do an eye shot. Just grab the eye shot. We're losing light, and this mm-hmm. is what happened. Yeah. So Jin's looking out to the ocean, and then we flash back to Jin talking with Son's father about his ambitions to open a restaurant and open a hotel later on, and the father asks about Jin's father, who explains that. His father's dead. And son's father asks what he would do to marry his daughter. Would he even work for him to do that? Jin agrees. And he's like, oh, you agreed so quickly. Why would you do that? I don't know if I want my daughter marrying a man who just throws his dreams away so quick. And he's like, your daughter is my dream.
1: Because she is my dream. Yeah. Oh, what a great line. And the whole time he's kind of like hunched over, like bent over, like in, in...
0: in like, like a bowing, respectful. Yeah, in like a bowing yeah. position. Like,
1: it was very, it made me really uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, it just made me feel for Jin, you know? Like, yeah. oh, honey, what are you, what's happening here?
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. Meeting the in-laws, you know? It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's always interesting. So they shake hands in agreement at the end of this scene so that he agrees to let him marry his daughter. Cut back to Jin, who's watching Sun in a bikini on the beach, and he frantically runs over to try to cover her up, because very Mm -hmm. obscene, can't be showing off the Very
1: opposite to what we witnessed in Buffy.
0: (laughs) Yes, very opposite. (laughs) Uh, The rest of the survivors look on, and they all wonder if they should intervene in this kerfuffle here. And then Michael runs in, and he starts fighting with Jin to defend Sun, and Sun- Sort of turns around, and she slaps Michael. Big old yeah. slap. Yeah. And Michael stands there in shock. And then they walk off, and we get the lost title. Yeah. After the title, we come back. Jin stares at the watch that uh, he had before, that they had established before. Did he get that from her father? Was Yes. Yeah, okay. I remember that correctly. And they're by the waterfall as Sun is getting dressed, And he asks, what's going on between her and Michael. And she says nothing. And he glares at her very suspiciously. Something's up.
1: Yeah. So this is so frustrating. This is just like the typical controlling guy, husband, boyfriend, partner, whatever situation where he's very controlling and, you know, like... I don't know. He's got maybe his own insecurities or whatever. So he's just being jealous and and a jerk and an asshole. And like it's like maybe if you were nicer, you wouldn't have to worry about your relationship. You know, yeah. like maybe if you were just a nice guy, you wouldn't have to worry about what son is doing when she's not around you.
0: Well, I hear all that, but I think he is aware that there is something between them two because obviously Michael knows that she speaks english so they have some sort of connection and i think Jin has recognized that there's a connection of course it's an innocent connection and he's unsure of whether it is because she's being very secretive about it because of the whole english thing he doesn't know that she speaks english yeah so she's hiding and keeping things from him so that can make him grow more suspicious. suspicious if you're if you know that you're your spouse, who you're supposed to be very close with, is holding back on something. It might yeah. make you a little bit more worrisome.
1: Yeah, that's okay. true. I just, you know, I don't know. If he just yeah. was a nicer guy, then he wouldn't right. have to worry When so you much.
0: know the whole story, it, yeah. it's not a good look. Yes, right. So then we flash back to Sun and her gal friend getting dressed, and Jin walks in. Gal he's friend? dressed up, gal friend. And uh, Jin walks in. He's dressed in a very nice suit. And she says she wishes his dad would have been alive to see him like this. And he just sort of shrugs it off. And she asks about a honeymoon. And he says he can't think about that right now because of his well, job. Well, she also
1: asks if he could like zip either zip her or button her or whatever. And he, he like, he's like, tantalizingly like touching her shoulder. And he's like, do I have to?
0: Oh, yeah. Very, oh. <laughs> very sultry sultry <laughs> <laughs> skips over that she asks about a honeymoon and he says that he can't think of that right now and that he wants her father to see that he's committed to this job that he's got and that uh, he's got to go in for six months of training first and then they'll go on their honeymoon and then he gives her a flower and puts it in her hair that usually tides you ladies over right oh yeah her a just give me one flower i'll just stick that it in your tide hair me over for there six you go. months for my yeah. honeymoon you're good you're good to go for half a year, right? <laughs> so then we cut to Son on the beach, who approaches Michael, who's uh, he's busy building the raft, and this raft is turning out pretty good. He's making some yeah, good. Yeah, I was
1: like, that is a beastly raft.
0: Yeah, when when he first said raft, I was like picturing this like little dinky thing that I'm like, I know, going to get anywhere, you know, <laughs> like
1: from Wind Waker.
0: It's going to be like a pallet, you know, with a couple yeah. barrels on the side. That's yeah. that's what I was picturing. Little, but I should have like, known palm better. Palm
1: leaf flag.
0: Right. But <laughs> <laughs> but Michael is he's pretty good with the construction type stuff. But we don't stuff. we didn't
1: really know that. I mean like he's kind of talked about it a little bit, but this is like the first time we really We see haven't seen it. it. We've seen
0: drawings happening. of like yeah. the water system and that was impressive. Yeah. So he's good at drafting things. Yeah. But, but now we pretty, see his this construction. That doesn't mean it would have floated real well. We're, we're unsure at this point, you know. Right. He could have just dragged in the water and it sunk right down like a brick, you know.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but it looked impressive anyway. <laughs> it looked very impressive. Yeah, it's big. Son apologizes to Michael and says mm. that she was protecting him when she slapped him because you don't know what Jin is capable of. Mm. Jin is off golfing rocks on the Galliminus Hill. That's what I call this location. (laughs) Big grassy knoll of uh, Jurassic Park fame, the Galliminus Hill. Hurley approaches Jen and he offers to go fishing with him, you know, just to relax. Because Hurley's the fixer. He goes around and he tries to mend everybody.
1: Yeah, he's like the island therapist.
0: Yeah, Hurley's the man.
1: He's looking out for everybody's like mental well-being.
0: Yeah, he's like, come on, let's go golfing, dude. Or let's go fishing, man. Or hey, Saeed, what's PTSD all about? Let's help our buddy Charlie out.
1: Yeah, that's very yeah. nice.
0: He's a good dude. I like that he's Hurley. He's a good dude. Yeah, so uh, he asked Jin if he wants to go you know, fishing with him and Jin just keeps golfing and he's pretty huffy you know he's still not in a good mood yeah he's
1: golfing there because he wants a solo sport
0: yeah so Saeed and Shannon are talking about tying knots
1: mm, <laughs> tying <laughs> knots yeah
0: which he mentions that he's impressed by her not tying and she says that she learned it from all her boyfriends who had boats and then they talk a little little flirty talk here and yeah. how maybe we should get some rope and tie some knots on a Saturday nights together and see oh, what happens.
1: Where do we where are we gonna tie those knots?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it's uh, too bad woo.
1: they got rid of the handcuffs, I'm uh, just saying.
0: I know. Jin still has one on his hand, I noticed, in this episode. Yeah. I was like, no one's getting this off, this poor guy? <laughs> this has gotta You're be like, hurting.
1: Eh.
0: Imagine like too bad. sleeping. Maybe
1: if he was nicer.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I guess.
1: sleeping would suck.
0: Yeah. Because I'm a stomach sleeper and I always put it like under my head like this and that would like just dig into my wrist.
1: I sleep on my side, but I usually have like my, you know, my hand under my pillow.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that would hurt. Yeah, it would hurt. Somebody's going to pick that thing off. Yeah. Where's Sawyer? Isn't he like a master picker?
1: Yeah, but he doesn't like gin, Mm. especially in this episode.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, Uh, But, yeah,
1: Saeed and Shannon, woo, woo. what's going on here?
0: Yeah, they're they're heating it up, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Things are heating up. So Michael is building the raft, which is looking good. Walt delivers some materials to him, and Michael tells him about New York and how he wants Walt to see New York. Walt sort of doesn't care, and he runs off to play with Vincent. Jack shows up to give Michael a heads up about everybody talking about the raft, and Sawyer arrives who explains he's got a ticket on the raft in exchange for some materials and he hands over some cable so only four people yeah, are going on the raft it seems
1: which this looks like a very big raft yeah to only fit four people but then Michael makes it seem like there's like a like a cabin or something like they'll be able to go underneath
0: yeah he mentions that that there's some sort of indoor
1: yeah so area. i guess i guess
0: Well, you got to have storage, right? Yeah, that's true. I think the main thing is to get somebody off to safety to tell others to come rescue them on the island. You know? Yeah. So that's probably the the plan. So I was trying to figure out who the four would be. Did they Mm -hmm. mention all of them? I'm not sure. There was obviously Walt and Michael. That's two. Sawyer.
1: Who's the fourth? I think, well, I think they're saying that there's a spot open. There's
0: a spot open. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so um Kate and Son talk at night about Jin. Sun explains how Jin wasn't always like this and he used to be very different and tender.
1: Yeah, so Kate is kind of like trying to encourage Son to like stand up for herself, to like right. you know, not she doesn't have to put up with this basically, which I thought was a very nice moment, you know, with with Sun and Kate. And I was also like, Is this some kind of foreshadowing?
0: Hmm. Or You know what she needs? Son needs to talk to Locke. Yeah, Locke will set her straight. That's true, right? He'll tell her a big long story.
1: Now that he knows that she can speak English, right? I mean, I don't know that he was actually there when all of that was happening, but I mean, it's you know, word word's gonna get around. Everybody was there. Yeah, I just don't remember seeing him specifically in that
0: moment. Yeah, there's a lot of chaos too. Yeah. So uh yeah 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 so people start running around on the island uh it's very chaotic because the raft is on fire it's a big old bonfire and Locke looks on sort of unemotionally as everything's happening michael runs in he starts freaking out and asking where Jin is to sun everyone argues about who burnt the raft jack says we don't know who did it he's being very diplomatic he's like we got to look at the facts here you know we don't know that jinn did this
1: yeah and i not gonna lie i thought it was Jin. really but well i was like i was like but is that what they want you to think mm. they want you to th- they want me to think that it's gin, but maybe it's not gin. Perhaps. perhaps dave at this moment did not think it was gin.
0: i didn't at all when it happened it was actually the last thing <laughs>
1: i thought i mean It's one of those things that doesn't make sense because obviously any chance to get rescued is is a good thing.
0: To get off the island. For me, it
1: was like Jin is clearly jealous of Michael and not happy. So I could see him doing it just out of revenge, not thinking ahead to be like, oh, this could be a chance of being rescued. Like he could just be blinded by his, you know, jealousy and hatred of Michael.
0: Right, right. That's
1: what I was thinking.
0: Yeah. We cut to Jin, who's rifling through Jack's medicine bar, and his hands, we notice, are all burnt up. So Mm -hmm. that's not a good look right there. Mm -mm. But Sun approaches and tells him that Michael was just trying to get them all off the island, which triggers Jin, who scampers off in disgust. He's like, ah! And he just runs away, off into the dark jungle. So flashback to Jin, who's talking with Sun's dad, who's making Jin his new special assistant. And he tells Jin to deliver a special message to this high-ranking official to say that he's displeased.
1: Uh-oh.
0: Uh-oh. Yeah, it seems like this job's getting a little out of hand here, but, you know, so far it doesn't sound too bad. You just got to, you know, deliver the message. I don't message. know. When he says deliver Excuse me, a sir? message, I was he like, He is uh-oh. displeased. <laughs> <laughs> so not, he knocks on the door. A man opens it to let Jin in, and this man's daughter is there watching TV. Did you notice Yes, anything? I did. Well, it what was did you notice? Hurley
1: on TV getting into
0: a car. Oh, why would Hurley be on TV?
1: But it was actually not, I didn't notice it. I can't take credit for it. Dave noticed it. He like paused it and looked at me like super intense. And he was like, was that fucking Hurley getting into a car <laughs> on TV? And I was like, what? Yeah. And then we rewound it and. Re- yeah rewound it and watch yeah, it. yeah i
0: noticed it too which i don't normally notice a lot of things Have you You might have noticed <laughs> <laughs> i miss stuff yeah, on the shows but
1: i i mean i definitely i'm like somewhere in the middle but dave is very good at picking up on these like small things yeah so, so
0: good thing he's around to point it out yeah that's interesting huh
1: yes mm-hmm. very int- it didn't look like he wasn't like being pushed in like by a police officer yeah or anything like, and all we saw was him getting into a car.
0: Huh. I don't know. Who I knows? I don't know. So Jin tells the man that Mr. Pike, 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 Pack, Mr. Pack. I'm going to say Pack.
1: Okay. And his, it's Secretary Han that he is talking Secretary to. Secretary
0: Han. Sure. Yeah. Mr. Pack is displeased and the man apologizes. He apologizes to him and then he runs over to his daughter and takes the dog out from her and then <laughs> and runs it back to Jin and gives it to him and he says that it's a very valuable breed and he tells him to take it as an apology.
1: So I could have sworn that when Jin gave son the dog that it was a puppy.
0: But yes. maybe I'm... No, this okay. is... Uh, <laughs> this is, I think, a goof. I think I read this in a continuity or a goof error. Er, error. Okay. Because yeah. I think one version is a puppy and the other one is like a full grown dog, but it doesn't quite. Yeah, match like
1: up. well, that's why I was so confused about this the son and Jim Jin timeline <laughs> <Yeah. said> Jim.
0: <laughs> Jim. Um, Jim and when Tam. we saw
1: Sun's flashback because he brings her home a puppy dog and then I don't know if it's the next flashback or what, but like the one that they show again in this episode it's a it's the full-grown dog right. so okay so that's a continuity error okay.
0: yeah i believe it is mm, i think i read that somewhere lost oh lost come on come on get it together it's a big show you know you can't win them all you know there's a lot a lot of crossovers they're here. so
1: focused on getting an eyeball you know <laughs> shot you gotta every get that episode. eyeball shot
0: every episode but the dog want, stuff this ah. show has got to be you Details. know such an
1: eye opener
0: right it is eye of the island eye opener I'm uh cut my to my eyes. <laughs> cut to Boone, who's watching the fire, and Saeed approaches. Boone's not happy to see him. Saeed wants to talk to him about dating Shannon. Mm-hmm. And he hopes that Boone wouldn't object. He's he's sort of approaching him as a as a courtesy, is what he's saying. He's like yeah, what, is is this some Middle Eastern thing? And he's like, Yeah, he's hey, such I, I just, a stand
1: up guy. Like, I want you have to I have, have your blessing. thing? He's just yeah. a nice guy. He's a so nice he's guy. A nice guy. He doesn't
0: want there to be any weirdness if he's going to have relations with his sister. Yes, you know?
1: he's like he said something about like being more than friends with her right. or something. That was very nice of him.
0: Very nice of him. And Boone tells him that Shannon likes older men and as soon as she gets what she wants she'll move on. And don't take it personally, dude.
1: Yeah, he's basically like, Good luck.
0: Yeah, good luck. You're gonna get your heart broken. You're gonna yeah. hate this. But and, it's like uh,
1: what what are you gonna do? What are going to do, huh? Just take a chance.
0: You got to follow your heart. Listen to your heart.
1: Yeah, or your penis.
0: What? No, you what? never listen to that. You never listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> so Jen, uh, Jen, Jen? Boy, we are screwing up <laughs> all the names.
1: Jim? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jim and Pam. Jen. Uh, okay. So Jin is sleeping, and he wakes up out in the wilderness. He goes to the stream to wash up. This is when I notice his... Lone handcuff on one side. Yeah. And Sawyer shows up and says, you messed up my ride, chief. And he oh, kicks him. Oh,
1: yeah. I was, like, scared for gin
0: at yes. this point. Sawyer can be a scary creep when he wants to. Oh, yeah. It's that southern drawl and his squinty eyes.
1: Well, and just kicking people and, you know, that'll do it too. His
0: overall demeanor. So Shannon is building a tent bungalow of some sort and Se- Saeed shows up. And uh, he tells her that she should find another friend to help her with her shelter. And Shannon knows what's up. And she asks if he's been talking to Boone, her brother. And she walks off in a huff. Huffy.
1: Everybody's huffy. Uh, Everyone's huffy.
0: Everyone's huffy. I think I've said huff about four times. No no, huffy Buffy this time. Uh, No, that's not huffy. She was just like scared. Scared Buffy. Yeah. Shannon finds Locke who's gutting some little creature. Do you know what creature he was gutting?
1: No, but it was, was kind of gross. gross. And I yeah, there's a lot wanna, of blood. Didn't want to look too closely.
0: Nah, me neither. And she tells Locke to tell Boone to stay the hell away from her and Saeed. And Locke tells her that she should start her new life on the island because he see, he, stor- he starts to poke a little bit and ask some questions about her and Boone's relationship and she's like, "Huh? What's up with this?" And basically well, he says,
1: so f- so first, I feel like you should say he she finds Locke and she's at she's trying to find Boone. And so she's asking Locke where Boone is. Right. And she's like, "You guys are like forest friends or so, like forest buddies <laughs> yeah, or something you guys, like that." Cuz they're always
0: <laughs> hanging out in the forest together.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then and then she's like, "Well, you tell him,
0: you know." Yeah, and yes, right. and
1: then he's like kind of probing a little bit.
0: Yep. And then and it's he like, says, why why
1: do you care what, what Boone thinks?
0: Exactly. Why are you so wrapped up in all this? Yeah. Hmm. He might know. He might know why. I think he's got a an inkling or a feeling as to well, what their relationship he is. Knows,
1: yeah, he knows about Boone. I mean, he he did the whole Rafiki thing to him.
0: Oh, right. Bopped him on the head. He tells her basically she should start her new life on the island because everybody gets a new life on the island. She should start taking advantage of that chance. Yes, We cut to Sawyer, who's kicking Jin through the jungle, and he pulls out a knife and he says, "It's Lord of the Flies time now."
1: Yeah, and he's like pulling him on a rope. Yeah, like this uh, was—I was very disturbed watching this part. Yeah, like this was very—I was very scared. Like I already said, for Jin, I was just like, "What's Sawyer doing to him?" Oh my God, this poor guy—he can't even speak English.
0: Yeah. flashback here to Jin and son who are sitting down to a nice dinner together. His cell phone rings and he refuses to pick it up because he wants to enjoy their dinner together. He's respecting their space. Very nice. Yep. And then the house phone starts ringing and he just sits there for a second. And then he stops eating and he gets up and answers it. We cut to Jin getting yelled at by son's father. For not delivering the message correctly. Apparently yeah, he so didn't understand the... what delivering the message was.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, so we're still in the, the flashback.
0: We're still in the flashback. Yeah. He is being told to go back to the man, but this time he's going to send one of his other associates, this real mean-looking gonna dude. he's going to deliver the message. He's going to show you how to deliver the message correctly this time. Yeah. And the guy is sort of, he's obviously a trained professional in the dark arts. So then they're driving through the night. This is a cool scene when the guy's in the backseat, I think, and he's sort of loading his gun and
1: oh yeah, putting
0: on his gloves, like getting ready for a little smackdown, you know, mm-hmm. or some murdering.
1: A little murdering.
0: A little murdering in the night. And, murdering in uh, the night. <laughs> Jin arrives at the guy's house and he, he uh, runs in in front of the guy and he... Wants to prove himself by beating this guy up in front of his family to deliver the message correctly this time. So he beats the crap out of this guy an inch of his life, it seems. Like, it doesn't look good. The guy does not look good.
1: He, like, he runs in, like, he basically just jumps out of the car and, like, books it, gets to this guy and then beats him up. Because I think so the assassin couldn't assassinate.
0: Right. But how's that delivering the message? I guess other people would get the message what do you mean like if the guy if the assassin were to go in and actually assassinate this guy like kill yeah. him that's yeah that's not really delivering message. W- what's
1: he gonna do now he's dead
0: right. right i mean if there's other associates they would read the message and be like oh okay yeah mr yeah. pack means business he's packing yeah. some heat you know what i'm saying <laughs> um
1: <laughs> but yeah and he says like i just saved your life right jen says to him i just saved your life
0: so then we cut to the scene that we've already seen before in a previous episode where Sun questions Jin in the bathroom about what he's done with all the yeah, blood so, all over so him. So this is
1: where he walks in. He, yeah. He's all bloody. She's got the dog next to her on the couch. Right. And yes. And then she follows him into the bathroom asking why he's bloody. And I don't know if you notice this, but to me, this scene looks like it take, takes place in a hotel bathroom.
0: Hmm. Maybe that's just where they shot it
1: maybe but like because there's like one of those hair dryers on the wall that's like the the ones that they have yeah that's (laughs) like the ones that they have at the hotel rooms right and i was like i don't like i don't know maybe in maybe in korea they use these more but like you know in the u.s like that's not it's like you only see those at hotels you know what i mean yeah my guess is
0: it was just where they shot it yeah so i was like somewhere in
1: hawaii i was like come on (laughs) <laughs> Take the like, make it because it's supposed to be their home, like that's right. where we're
0: it's supposed to be their apartment.
1: Yeah, so I thought that was,
0: yeah, who knows? I don't know. Hair dryer that took
1: me out a little bit.
0: <laughs> that hair dryer's gotta go. Um, so yeah, basically, she's questioning him about what he's been doing. He says, I do whatever your father tells me to do, and then we linger on the scene a little longer than we did in the previous episode, yes. where I think it was son's perspective. Yes. Um, and he washes, he tries washing the blood off his hands, and he trembles, and he cries in the mirror, which we didn't see in a previous episode.
1: Yeah, and she slaps him, too. Yeah. Before he trembles and cries.
0: No bueno. Not fun for anybody mm-hmm. here. This is uh, rough stuff. These are some rough, stuff.
1: rough messages that are being yeah. delivered.
0: Mm-hmm. So on the beach, Jin comes to... So he wakes up as Sawyer cuts him I was trying to figure out my notes. I'm like, what am I saying here? Comes to Sawyer uh, as Sawyer what? As Sawyer cuts him loose. He wakes up and all
1: of a sudden he's Sawyer.
0: Yeah, and he's Sawyer. and It's Freaky Friday. And he's like, hey there, partner. Um, everybody shows up and starts shouting at each other. And this was very chaotic. But Jin, I thought this was a cool editing technique. We get this audio POV yeah. of Jin's yes. where we hear everybody like yelling at each other but it turns into gibberish like we can't understand what they're saying it no longer sounds like english yeah so to it's the from
1: it's from Jin's perspective and he's watching everybody fight around him and the language is like very disjointed it's yeah i thought that was really interesting i've never seen that before yeah it was great it's great perspective. i thought that was really cool
0: yeah audio perspective so Jin starts shouting something at sun who sort of just sits there and then michael comes at Jin as he's and then starts punching him basically, and everyone looks on. And then out of nowhere, Sun screams at the top of her lungs, "Stop it! Well, leave him alone!"
1: I hold on. Oh what? My God! You What'd talk so fast about this. I just like.
0: What we got to drink all, it in?
1: They're all like arguing and everything, and <laughs> yeah. like Jen and Michaels just start fighting. And like I just wrote down: sometimes you gotta just fight club it out. You know, sometimes <laughs> yelling isn't gonna do it, and you just gotta like, like they just they just needed to like you know so you're pro other. violence you're no, pro I'm
0: violence not. in this I'm scene no i'm not pro violence fight club it out but
1: like that's just what <laughs> that's just what like i don't know that's just what it felt like to me okay because well <laughs> in this in this space like they can't talk it out because jin doesn't speak english michael doesn't speak korean they can't yeah. talk it out
0: they could and, uh I think they could, I think they could work it out with a couple of sticks in the sand and they could draw like little pictograms, mm. you know, like man like, Want walking. to be happy. Yeah. Sad face. hmm You know, I think yeah, there's ways. but they're not going to do ways. that.
1: They don't no. have an art therapist there, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, maybe.
1: But yeah, so then son runs in.
0: Yeah. son runs in. She screams, stop it. Leave him alone in English. Mm-hmm. And she also says, he didn't burn your raft. And then Jin looks on, stunned, as most of the others do, too, because the only person that really knows is Michael and, and Kate. And Kate. Sun explains that he didn't burn the raft, that he burnt his hands trying to put it out. Yes. And then Locke comes out saying that it makes no sense that he would burn the raft. And he says that it's most likely the others on the island.
1: Yeah. Why, but he's basically like, why are we all fighting amongst ourselves? We know we have an enemy on the island. Right. Like, Let's focus on that.
0: Right. Which was a great point. And yep. Locke held court there. And I think a lot of people uh, were like, hmm, good point. Hmm. Makes sense.
1: This guy. Yeah, this guy. About?
0: Yeah, he's uh, not just a pretty face, this guy. <laughs> so he says uh, that it's most likely they, uh, the others they all disperse in different directions and son approaches Jin, who walks away from her on the beach we cut to Vincent sniffing around the burnt up raft as Michael and Walt survey the damage of this raft and Michael freaks out because it can't be salvaged he starts hitting the the you know the salvage mm-hmm. and uh, Walt looks on and Michael apologizes, saying that we all have setbacks and that's life and they agree to build another one Together and it's gonna be better.
1: Yeah, it's very nice. It's a nice Well it's like, Can I help? Michael's like, Hell yeah.
0: Hell yeah, until I find out who actually burnt it. So (laughs) we cut the son who talks to Jin, who won't speak back to her. He is not happy with her. And she says in English to him, I was going away, I was going to leave you but you changed my mind because I, you still loved me. And he stops, and she tells him that she wants to start over in Korean this time. Oh, I
1: know. It's so heartbreaking.
0: And then we get a flashback at this point to Jin getting out of a car, and he walks up to a fisherman who turns out to be his father, and he asks to forgive him because he was ashamed of his father, so he's kept him a secret for many years. They hug. Jin cries. Jin cries. Jin helps him unload his boat of fish, and he opens up about his relationship with Sun and how he can't tell her the truth. He says how he wishes he could start over and do it all over again better. He talks about doing one last job of delivering a bunch of watches from Sydney to L.A.
1: Yeah, so I cried this whole scene pretty he much. did? Oh my god, I was so emotional. <laughs> really? I felt nothing in this scene. Jin, well Jin's dad is so nice. He's like oh, he's, he's like nice it guy. doesn't matter what you've done, you're my son, you know. Yeah. And Jin's like I wish the world was a better place or a good place and Jin is and Jin's dad is like it is a good place. Like you're just you're just like skating over all of this. like Jin's dad was such a wonderful human and he's just like everything's okay like what do you mean you're doing all this work for him like what's more important than your wife like oh my
0: god yeah I
1: was crying so hard
0: (laughs) that's funny that it really hits you like that yeah Yeah. I was just kind of like you know know. I got
1: a thing I got a thing for nice dads right got a soft spot
0: you got a soft spot (sighs) (sighs) hmm Apparently, I don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> Apparently, I have a deficit. Okay. Well, so, you know,
1: we have different relationships with our We kids.
0: do have different different uh, <laughs> father relationships here. Yes. So, uh, yeah, he talks about this one last job of delivering a bunch of watches from Sydney to L.A., and that'll be the last final job, and then mm-hmm. he'll sort of get out of this situation somehow. Yeah. So, we cut back to Son and Jin. Jin says, it's too late, and he walks away. Son cries... And then I thought, cool set. This cave with a waterfall is lit very, like, you know, brightly oh my and kind God. of neat You have no heart, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Aesthetically, I'm it's like, just- I'm uh... like, You're like, and I you're can't like, see past my tears. Nice. I'm like the The glistening background of the rocks <laughs> is actually quite interesting here. <laughs> nice set design. I'm like, the rocks <laughs> look like my tears. <laughs> I can't see this waterfall in my eyes. Ugh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that happens. So and I kind of felt
1: like the episode should have ended right there.
0: Yeah, like that uh, I think would have been
1: very dramatic. But you know we'll what? Get, it we'll wasn't as
0: montagey it. as I like. So I, I think there's still you know there's still ways we can end this episode. Mm-hmm. So Saeed watches the fire at night. Shannon approaches and they kiss. Ooh, this is a sultry silhouette mm-hmm. shot against mm-hmm. the flames. Mm-hmm. Very steamy. Mm-hmm. Very hot. Very, very hot, hot kissing scene of here. Flames because of the flames. Uh, uh, he asked he asked what was that for and she repeats what Locke told her about getting a new life on the island.
1: Yeah, so I was like, you know what? This is good. I really hope that Shannon is starting a new life. Like yeah. I think Said has been really good for her. Like he's been encouraging her and she's getting and more like independent. she's been helping him and yeah. making herself a bit more useful. So I really hope that I really hope that they're good together and that Yeah. That
0: this works out for her. They're a nice, nice fit here. Yeah. Walt is setting up backgammon, and Locke shows up to play with him. And Walt says that Hurley (laughs) owes him eighty-three thousand dollars. (laughs) This.
1: I'm like, what are they betting? (laughs) I know.
0: These are some wild bets. How much does it cost to
1: play a game with Walt? I know.
0: It's crazy. (laughs) So Walt asks about his dad and Locke says- Walt uh, asked
1: Locke about his dad, yeah. Right,
0: that's what I said. It's Walt like,
1: <laughs> do, you, do you have a dad? He's Everybody has a dad. Is yeah. your dad cool or something? He's like, no, he no. was not cool. So <laughs> at this point, I'm like, why does everyone in this show have daddy issues? Everyone's got daddy
0: issues. <laughs> Every like, single person.
1: J.J. Abrams, what happened to you?
0: (laughs) Yeah, what's your daddy all about?
1: I tried to look it up, but it just you did? Yeah, I did, but I couldn't find anything. Like his dad was like a producer and director or something like that.
0: Oh, he probably wasn't there then.
1: Yeah, daddy, (laughs) daddy Daddy wasn't wasn't there. there (laughs) Change my underwear. Everyone has daddy issues.
0: <laughs> everyone has daddy issues. Michael on the beach in the morning. Jin shows up with a bunch of bamboo, and he says to Michael, boat. Yes. <laughs> and they give each other a nod, and then they start uh, They start Building to build or something. Yeah. It, it, what, nice moment, right? Yeah. Nice moment to kick off got, an old classic music montage. Going. Music <laughs> kicks up, right? We get some slow-mo, Saeed, and Shannon. They're canoodling. We get Sun on the beach in the bikini. She lets her wrap fall.
1: Oh, this in was a beautiful mo. shot. Now, I know you're the one who always calls out beautiful shots, but yeah, you and like I this you know, shot. I have I have like a you know, I don't have I don't have your special eyes to see these <laughs> things. <laughs> but this to me was such a beautiful shot of sun walking into the sunset, letting that shirt fall away, and yeah. it's like it's like her old, pa- her old life, her old past. Like she's this is like her starting her new life, and she's in the bikini. It's like freedom,
0: kind of like a moth her. coming out of it, the, its cocoon, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: spreading her wings, starting to fly. Yeah, she walks to the water. Charlie and Claire share some snacks on the beach together. Oh, they're always having snacks together. So even
1: even before this, we saw. I don't. Did you say this? You might have said this already. That her is like so the music starts because hurley starts playing music on his discman
0: right he's walking, walking and i was along like how
1: is his discman still working at this point
0: yeah yeah we those energizers man they keep going and going you know Yeah. until they don't so until they don't <laughs> hurley sits and he's listening and then very abruptly the music montage ends <laughs> And it's just Hurley sitting there. He just says, son of a bitch. He takes (laughs) off his headphones. And (laughs) And it's like a good like 20 seconds of him just like sitting there with the natural sound of him on the beach.
1: Yeah. I love that. We cut to the credits. (laughs) That That made me so happy because like, you know, here I am rolling my eyes like, oh, great. Another freaking montage. (laughs) How is Hurley's disc man still working? This is ridiculous. Then he sits down. It stops. And he just says. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I was like, ah. I was yeah. laughing so hard. It,
0: was, it was a great end to that montage. So that's the episode. So some trivia for this episode. The puppy that we have talked about previously that Jin receives is called a Shar-Pei puppy. Mm. Yeah, kind of like what you Sharpay. write on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> The pen. Yeah, I've been
1: using that a lot today while I was uh, boxing up my studio writing with a Sharpay.
0: Sharpay. So that's the puppy. Mm -hmm. Um, And something we already talked about, the title, when you read the series along with the episode title, it's lost in translation, common phrase reflecting the difficulty of conveying the same meaning between two languages. Wow. Hmm. It's kind of on the nose, huh? Yep. Yeah, a little bit.
1: It's okay. So is Reptile Boy and Inca Mummy Girl. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, Reptile Boy. I just really. On the I nose. just
1: was like, when you were making fun of it, I'm like, Pat, please,
0: please. <laughs>
1: have have we talked about the lost episode names?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. When Michael sees Jin kneeling on the beach and runs towards him, accusing him of burning his raft, and many other characters come out yelling, we hear English from Jin's point of view, which we talked about, and sounds very foreign. This is, in fact, the exact same dialogue as what was already heard. It's just played backwards.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. I was wondering how they did that.
0: Yep. Yep. The so old we, backwards audio trick. We don't
1: hear, like, you know, Satan speaking to us in it. Exactly.
0: Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Jack will actually die. <gasps> <laughs> that's all I got for trivia. So, favorite moments of what's the your, episodes?
1: What's your favorite moment of Buffy Pat?
0: My favorite moment of Buffy. There's a lot to like in this episode. <laughs> There's a lot of favorite moments that I could pick. I really yeah. like it when the kids turn into little monsters <laughs> that had me guffawing. Because
1: you're like, oh, that's real life.
0: Yeah. I like it when Buffy wakes up, mm. you know, back to her regular Buffy self.
1: Hi, honey. I'm home.
0: Yeah, I don't like the lines that much, but I Mm. do just like the turn, the turn when somebody like overcomes and becomes their old badass self again. Resurrection, you know, I like that stuff. It's good. I'm sort of split on the part where Giles, we find out is there's more to his story. Ripper. Yeah, I don't know, you know, like obviously Ripper is a, a, you know, it's a play on his actual name, Rupert, Mm -hmm. so it could just be like an old college name or something. But and it it's might not go anywhere.
1: It definitely sounds like a little menacing, kind of badass. Definitely sounds like dark, you know? Yeah. Like um, one of my nicknames is Sammy Mander. That's what mm. Dave calls me.
0: Hmm. Because and you're
1: sticky. I, I love salamanders. I'm not sticky. <laughs> <laughs> I just like salamanders and I think they're really cute and they have cute okay. little
0: feetsies. Okay. Okay.
1: And Dave calls me Sammy Mander for some reason. It's like you wouldn't, you know, it's different than Ripper.
0: Yeah. I thought there was one other part. What was the part that you said, is that going to be your favorite part?
1: Oh, the stupid Buffy playing with the pumpkin thing.
0: Oh, that was really funny. That's not my favorite part, though. Yeah, I'm going to go with when the uh, kids turn into little monsters. That was a fun part.
1: Yeah, that was fun. And then one of them starts choking the old lady. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah that was, that was great i love all this yeah it's good
1: Uh my favorite moment is the willow and buffy espionage scene
0: <laughs> oh yeah that was fun
1: uh, i just thought that was really cute
0: uh what's your favorite part of lost
1: the scene with jan and his father oh the tears pat
0: Mm, yeah, again, it's probably my least favorite part of the episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, you like the waterfall behind Sun after she oh, gets rejected. Ah, that waterfall is
0: really good.
1: <laughs> Jeez.
0: Obviously, the part with the audio POV of Jin. When oh, yeah. Everything, that was a great moment. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Great editing technique. Puts you right in the character's mindset.
1: Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. So cool. which episode wins for you? Buffy. I'm so glad you said that because I was actually... Well, so I watched Buffy... Dave and I watched Buffy, I think, like two or three nights ago because I was was really excited to get to this episode because I love this episode. Yeah. And then we watched Lost last night, and I was like, oh, my God, this is... Oh, like, well, for me, I liked it because I like emotional stuff, fire right. stuff, whatever. Yeah. So I was into it. But then, so I was like, I feel like I'm going to end up being like feeling tied on this. And then I watched Buffy again today, like between yesterday and today to summarize it. And I was like, no, Buffy is yeah. so fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, this episode's a lot of fun. There's, there's yeah. a lot happening in this. And there's just a lot of good character moments and just the action and the silliness is there.
1: Yeah, and I love like I, I guess maybe I should say that my favorite moment is a tie between the Willow Buffy espionage and Willow like walking through the wall and scaring Giles oh, and that throwing was fun the cards too. everywhere. Like yeah. and I just love how she kinda like comes into her own and gets comfortable with her body. Um yep. It's and it it was fun to see an episode where Buffy is like completely helpless and everybody else has to like pitch in and be the slayer, you know. Right. And she
0: wasn't the strong, independent woman. She kept trying to rely on the men to save her. Yeah. Which is completely, you know, devoid of what she normally is.
1: Right. And like we see Willow like essentially becoming the leader in this episode. That's true. Um, and then, of course, like the crazy hints about Giles's past. So I just feel yeah. like there's a lot of fun stuff that happens in yeah. this episode. So I'm so glad that we agree on that. Yeah.
0: This is a fun episode. Uh, new predictions. I guess I'll do my Buffy predictions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually wrote some down here.
1: Hey, had... I'm proud of you.
0: Yeah. So, ooh, there's only three words here. Oh, the boy. first word is prediction. And oh, then God. I have two other words. The first Giles? one is- no, the first one. Is, oh, actually, one of them is Giles, yes. The other <laughs> one is, is Drusilla. So okay. <laughs> I think the Drusilla prediction is, when we were talking about her, it crossed my mind that she is going to get dusted or something's going to happen to her near the end of the season, mm-hmm. which is going to send Spike just...
1: Like into a rage.
0: Oh, in a real rage, and he's mm. going to come come blasting with some uh, revenge rage, okay? (laughs) Okay. Because somebody hurts his precious precious Drusilla. Yeah. She gets dusted, something like that, okay? Okay. So that's that. And then Giles, I don't remember what my prediction was that Giles- I imagine
1: it's probably something to do with his past.
0: Yeah. Maybe that, uh... oh, that his past isn't, we're not going to find out about that for a while. It's going to be You don't want to take a guess
1: about what it might be? Or maybe how he knows Ethan or something?
0: I actually, I have no idea. I have no prediction on that. Mm, The only thing I can think of is college buddies. And that they called him Ripper because he used to rip beers. (laughs) (laughs) Rip beers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he used to be a real like, uh, you know, party animal when he was in college or university. Yeah. When I was in university. Yeah. Okay, that's probably not what happened.
1: Uh, Uh, You make a prediction.
0: I, that's uh, you're gonna predict
1: that it's not that he used to rip beers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of. I just don't think it's probable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Do you so, think he
1: used to be like one of those guys that could just rip a phone book in half? Yeah, I don't. I don't know what like this a party guy is trick?
0: because this came out of left field. It's very not what I was expecting. So I, I'm not ready to make a prediction on this. Do you Other you like than that, the fact though? that we won't, uh, I um, I kind of like that Giles was a constant in these. You know, like not much has. But changed. you've been
1: wanting to see. I don't his... want him to be like
0: a like a secret badass though. You know no. what I mean? No. Okay. I don't know. He's too pure, and he's a catch. <laughs>
1: he is a catch. Still not. Still Miss Calendar's not good Just enough Just wait for him, till
0: Miss Calendar finds out about all this ballyhoo. She's going to Oh, she'd like be it. like, hello. Oh, she might <laughs> like Are you kidding it. me? Yeah, she's going to love She'd it. be
1: like, ripper, rip my clothes off.
0: Okay, easy. <laughs> <laughs> now
1: I'll show you where I tangle
0: my corkscrew. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Um, other predictions? I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm kind of dry of predictions this week. I don't have okay. much. I Do mean, you have you... any...
1: Well, you have you have a lot run you have a lot of running predictions. Yeah, so I so really I,
0: shouldn't add on to the pile.
1: I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying it's okay if you don't feel like you have any new ones after yeah. this. I mean, like here's the thing: we don't get other than Spike watching the video of Buffy and like attempting to kill her. We don't really get a whole lot of forward momentum on the big bad story. Right. It's still a little bit of a monster. of It's, you know, still main focus is like monster of the week kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, you've made some predictions about Oz, but we don't really get any, you know, real Oz storyline here other than his. Oh, wait.
0: His, like... Yeah. Let me make a prediction about Oz. Okay. We're, we're going to get this little teasy thing throughout the season, and mm-hmm. it won't be till near the end of the season or the season finale. When they actually get to meet. It's going to be a bunch of teasing. Yeah. Him and Willow. Okay. It's going to be a bunch of teasing. Like they almost miss each other because it's been two episodes Mm -hmm. and they haven't connected yet. So they're going to keep teasing this little thing. Okay. I don't know for how long. I don't know if it's for the whole season, but at least a couple more episodes. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. What are your predictions for Lost?
1: All right. Definitely. I definitely. We're going to get Hurley's backstory next because he, we ended with Hurley we saw mm-hmm. him on TV like he was a little bit more of a figure in this episode okay. um, and he's not necessarily always. So, yeah, I got to We got to get Hurley's backstory now. We've gotten everybody else's. OK, we have to get more movement on the hatch yeah, or the black rock. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, come on. Why is it taking so long? But then I was like, oh, I guess there's like too many of these things because there's also the others. You got yeah. the others, the hatch, the black rock, the rat, the dinosaur, the yep. dinosaur. It's like there's so many things. So Older
0: bear on an island doesn't really make no. sense.
1: So I feel like we're got to get some movement, though, on one of these things. Yeah. OK. That's really all I got.
0: Cool. All right. Uh, what have you been listening to, reading, watching, etc.
1: Well, I haven't made much progress on any of my books in the past week, but I did mm, correct me that. <laughs> <laughs> but I did correct that the Glass Castle is actually Throne of Glass.
0: <laughs> yes, Throne of Glass.
1: Uh, so at least now I know what I'm reading. Yeah. Um, I start. did finish watching the Gilmore Girls, so I'm now watching like the Year in the Life special that they did a couple years oh, ago, yeah. mm-hmm. which I have already seen too, but I'm uh, just like, I got to finish this out. Right and of course Schitt's Creek. Yep. Um Dave and I watched Murder Mystery. Have you seen that? The one with Jennifer Aniston and Adam yes. Sandler.
0: That made me laugh a lot. It was really not a great movie, but yeah, I liked it.
1: Yeah, I fell asleep during it. <laughs> yeah, I could
0: it see was that. like
1: meh, you know. And I I feel the same way about Adam Sandler that I do with Will Ferrell. That like they have to be surrounded by other really good actors, and mm. not that I don't like. I like Jennifer Aniston, but the two of them just didn't really make this movie
0: yeah i i remember we watched it on vacation and i just uh, laughed a lot yeah i think i was expecting very little which usually helps the success of watching yeah a
1: movie. i feel yeah. like that needs to be my expectation whenever going into an adam sandler movie
0: <laughs> yeah modern adam sandler movies haven't always been the greatest yeah so um, you should watch who halloween
1: oh well, yeah i never saw that
0: you would probably like that it's okay. halloween
1: yeah so okay yeah (laughs) um and we also watched elizabeth town
0: which i've seen a couple of times but orlando bloom
1: yeah i think we watched it like either on valentine's day or like the day before Mm because i was like let's watch something nice and like cutesy like romantic movie and i was like how about this one
0: cool how about you so i think last week i said i really hadn't watched a lot
1: mm-hmm.
0: i was sort of dry of picks yeah um but this week i've caught up a little bit uh we watched a movie from 2012 with K- kristen wig called girl most likely Ooh, it I never was saw on that. hulu it's sort of just like a run-of-the-mill kristen wig like her life in new york is screwed so she has to move back home and like figure out like her family life it's like every kristen Wiig movie <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> so she's that another was very one that like
1: i feel like ne- there needs to be other good actors surrounding her <laughs> like i don't she's a she's funny but she's not like
0: she's funny with others yeah
1: she's funny with others
0: yeah i thought this was okay i gave it two and a half stars out of five so like right right in the middle yeah. you know come see si, come then we watched uh, the trial of the Chicago Seven, which is a Netflix movie. Oh
1: yeah, I've been wanting yeah. to see that. How was it? Yeah, you should watch
0: it. It's good. It's good. I liked it. It's written and directed by uh, Aaron Sorkin, mm-hmm. who's a great writer. Um, and yeah, it has uh, Sasha Baron Cohen in it, as yeah. well as your boy there, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, isn't it? Oh, that's
1: right. I forgot yeah. about that. You're totally. Now I'm see motivated. It. Now yeah. I'm motivated.
0: Yeah, you you'll probably like it.
1: Is he? shirtless at all
0: mm, he is not mm. but he's dressed Slightly in a very nice suit but <laughs> it's a courtroom drama yeah so. i know <laughs> <laughs> no no opportunity to go short shirtless in a courtroom well, you know no i room. mean
1: maybe if they're showing you're him, really like, passionate in a hotel you're room. like your honor
0: i object i am so hot in this courtroom and yeah <laughs> he shows shows him the goods Just... he's like this court is out of order <laughs> This court is very
1: much in order, <laughs> your honor. <laughs> you
0: are like, the girl in the pink with the gavel, please stop. <laughs> Step out of the courtroom. You got to stop doing this.
1: I, hold me in contempt of the court. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, yes,
0: and we will. Uh oh so boy. yeah, and then we get we're now in a um we're now in an American pie kick been okay. watching Oh, Our so you're
1: you're going down a little Allison Hannigan, little Allison
0: Hannigan, yeah. Kick. yeah, yeah. So we watched American Pie one, and then we watched American Pie two, and then upon watching American Pie two, which I have on uh, DVD, we realized that it was a full screen DVD. Oh which, no! Oh my lord! Uh, I one just, of my
1: Harry Potters is full screen, and I'm oh, like, oh. throw
0: it, <laughs> throw it, throw it. I think I actually ended
1: up buying it on a. Uh, On, like, Amazon or something like that, widescreen. So, I probably should just toss it, but I think I just forget that I have that one. You know,
0: it wasn't streaming anywhere on any of my streaming services. So, I was like, well, I guess we have to go through with this and watch it full screen. And it burned my eyeballs the Uh, whole two hours.
1: Blast your eyeballs.
0: Yeah, I blasted my eyeballs out, but we made it through, and it was still pretty funny. And then we just decided to buy the whole uh, series on Blu-ray.
1: <laughs> what? So, and so, how many are there? Because I know there's the there's wedding, four. and then there's okay, there's one. More there's after.
0: reunion okay. after the wedding. Yeah. yeah. So is we Alice got and the
1: Hannigan whole... in all of them? Yeah.
0: Yep. Okay. The whole cast is in all of them. Yeah. And they're That's all equally funny. So yeah, we got the whole series on Blu-ray uh, for fifteen bucks. So Maybe it just came I'll... in today. We're pretty pumped.
1: <laughs> Maybe I'll go back and watch those. I wonder yeah, if you Dave has them. seen them. I mean, on dev-
0: HBO if you have HBO.
1: Oh yeah, I do.
0: So yeah, we've been watching those. Also, Schitt's Creek, uh, very slowly. I'll keep saying that for the next you know twelve weeks.
1: <laughs> yeah, where are you in Schitt's Creek?
0: We're not even done with season two, or we might have just finished season two.
1: Okay. Yeah, we yeah. just started season five.
0: Yeah, Melissa rewatched it, and she's already lapsed me. Yeah. <laughs> the second rewatch.
1: <laughs> that's pretty funny.
0: Yep. So that's what I've been watching. Okay. Great. Well, let's hit our outro. All since right. We're so good at it. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Listen, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate us five stars if you can. Leave us, leave us, leave us a nice review. Also, please and thank you. Please and thank you. Follow me on Bohan Film. Follow Floor Pop, Gary. Buy your stuff.
1: Follow me at Sammy Joe Jensen, uh, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at kickstreampod and send us emails and if you're sending us spoilers just let us know which show you're sending a spoiler about in the subject line to kickstreampod at gmail.com and check out show notes for this and every episode at kickingstreaming.com
0: We did it! Another episode in the can.
1: Yeah, we're almost at 20.
0: Yeah. That's insane. It's getting crazy. Wow. Wow. And always remember
1: that streaming
0: is is better with friends. Friends. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just got the little cherry on
1: top.
0: Lead us out with music
1: i don't know what just happened i went from cowboy bebop to what is that price is right yeah i
0: think that's price is right
1: <laughs> i started off with cowboy bebop and then went to price is right seamlessly
0: transitioned. <laughs> Seamless to transition price is right all right thanks everyone see you next week
1: bye